The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. With your incessant talking, you're becoming a pest. Brains. That's you because you got glasses on! Oi! Well done, Alan. Well done. Uh, good work. Good work. Uh, uh, the yes. weekend starts here, Bob. Your weekend starts here. I sound quiet in my headphones. Do I sound quiet out there? Do I sound quiet to you? I sound quiet to you. I'm on maximum. Mm. I'm on maximum and I sound quiet. I wonder why. Pourquoi y a-t-il thinks at all? But the bit of delay on the YouTube. I couldn't give a stuff about that. Well, well, deal with it. Deal with it, guys. It's it's a radio show. So, what did you call in for, Alan? I want to know what the topic on this fine Friday night in May. The f- the topics are: Have you ever been to the Isle of Wight? Yes. Uh, what's the most tiredest you've ever been? I'm I'm not usually a tidy person. Tired, you muppet. Oh, sorry. Well, you, I, I've had experience falling asleep on this show. And uh, when have you ever stood up to a bully? 
I've never stood up to the bully. Why Aww. not, Alan? That breaks my heart if I had one and I don't. Because if I've stood up to the bully, it's, it's going to make more trouble for me. No, well, Alan, tell Ian to stuff it. No, hang on a minute. Mm? I'm not the bully here. Oh. I stood up to a bully recently, uh, Alan, and I finally, I've, I've won. I've succeeded. I've succeeded. Was it Mr. White? No, Matthew Wright. God, no, he's not a bully. He's just a, he's just a prick. No, <laughs> hang on a minute. I need to get a post-it note. Do not swear. Do not swear, got... even about Matthew Wright. Have we got any post-it notes? Oh, Sam. Sam? No, Sam is in charge of Sam? post-it notes. Sam? I'm the obtainer of the post-it Catherine, notes. Catherine, post-it notes. They were down the side there. Yeah, they've gone. Oh, flipping it! Really, uh, it's nothing uh, sacred. Uh, yeah. Um. So, um. Uh, so that's that's the show this evening, Alan. I've got a feeling. I've got a feeling. I got a feeling <laughs> that tonight's gonna be the best kind of night for dealing <laughs> with the things that we thought we would never have to deal with. Yeah, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a, one of those shows tonight, Alan. Yeah. Um, let me see. Um, oh, I'm trying. To, I haven't got my I haven't got my hard drive with me. So Clark, tomorrow night, Clarkson makes his return to television. Who is Jamie Clarkson uh, makes his return? Hang on a minute. Um, here we go. You ready, Alan? Who cares about that? I'll start. Yeah. Here we go. <laughs> Girl, you really got me going. You got me so I don't know what I'm doing. Yours, Alan. Yeah, you really got me now. You got me no, 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 am I? Yeah, you really got me going. You got me so I know I don't mind. Oh, yeah, you really got me going. You got me so I don't know that I'm on my way. Take it, Alan. And again. Oh, yeah. I see my coming now. You got me so I don't know what I'm doing. Na, 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 Play the guitar solo, buddy. Uh, really no, no, really oh, yeah, no. You got me done, you got me done. Yeah, you really got me now. You got me so I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah, you really got me now. You really got me. You really got me. You really got me. Oh, 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 oh. That was, um, that was the Kinks. Uh, it was the Kinks uh, and uh, the song You Really Got Me Now by the Kinks. 
But let's uh, flip the kinks over and let's go to uh, the softer side of the kinks. And uh, let's sing one of the kinks ballads here. Hope you enjoy this. This one's called Days by Ray Davis. Oh, hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Can I join in with this one? No, it's boys yeah, only. Yeah, let Captain. Oh, come on. Captain All right, go on, Captain. Go on. When's he start? You leave. Thank you for the day. Ah, oh, she sings like a girl. Those endless days, those sacred days you gave me. I'm I'm thinking thinking of of the day. Oh yes, you were in heaven. Well, then there's a sacred day you gave me. I bless the light. Bless the light. I bless the light that shines on you. Believe me. But now you're gone. You're with me every single day. Believe me. Days I remember all my life. Years when you get it wrong from right Don't get the love But very soon a little lies in a me But it's alright And I'm not frightened by the days, believe me All together now Days Cat I know Every day It just brings sorrow Let it wait Right. Thank you for the day. Those endless days, those sacred days you gave me. I'm thinking of day. I won't forget a single day, believe me. Here we go. Oh! Day, I remember all my life. Days when you can't see wrong. No, I, 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 I'm gonna be honest. I don't think days was working. I don't. Oh think, man! No, I don't think the guys want no. ballads. They want. What do um, they want? I tell you exactly what the guys want. The guys want. Um, All day long overnight. They want some transgender rock before it was hit. Oh. Here we go. Oh, hang on a minute. This is started. So started. Here we go. You know this one, Alan? It goes a little bit like this. No. I met her in a club down in Osaho Where they drink champagne And it tastes just like cherry cola C-O-L-A cola Catherine, you want to take it? Coca-Cola She walked up to me and she asked me to dance I asked her name and in a dark barn voice she said Lola L-O-L-A L-O-L-A Lola Lo, 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 Alan, la. do you know this song well enough to take it? Yes. Get ready. I'm not the world. I'm not the world and the soul is fine. Run me, girl, and she was mine for the Lola. Hello, hello, Lola. Well, he's not dumb, but we can't understand A single word that he says Sounds like he's got a dick in his mouth D-I-C-K mouth D-I-C-K mouth Alan, you ready, buddy? Ready Take it home, fella Oh, my God the candlelight She picked me up and sat me on a knee And said, little boy, won't you come home with me? I'm not the world's most passionate guy But when I looked in her eyes Well, I almost fell for my Lola La, 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 la La, 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 la
We've really got the vibe of this song. <laughs> Only another three minutes to go, guys. Here we go. I pushed her away. I walked to the door. I fell to the floor. I got down on my knees. And that's when I saw she had a car. Oh, come on. She did. Okay. You spoil that romantic moment. Well, it's, um, I know I know for a fact there are kids listening tonight, and that's really lowered. You've lowered the tone there, Alan. Shame on you. You're, ba- you're, low, low, you're banned for calling this show until Monday, okay? Oh, I apologise. There we go. Thank you very much indeed. It's going to be one of those shows, guys. Oh, three four 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 nine nine one thousand. The late night alternative on Talk Radio. It's electric. It's eclectic. It's always rule free. It's the late night alternative with that man, Ian Lee, <laughs> on Talk Radio. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. If you want to give us a call, you're very very welcome to. You can call about absolutely anything you want. Um. um yeah, I mean, what more do you want me to say? I don't know what more you want me to say, guys. I was on the Isle of Wight this morning. You weren't. Deal with it. Let's go. Oh! Oh! Dead man walking! Dead man walk. Dead man walking! A dead man's just called us, Catherine. Which one? Remember Dredge? No, remind me. He's, he was quite nice to us until he said that um, in, in, we liked him. And then he, he committed Harry Carey by saying that he thought um, the new Avengers movie, Infinity War, was, um, was rubbish. Oh. And I said it's one of the greatest... I said it's probably the greatest film of all time and Marvel and Hollywood should just stop now. No one can beat that movie. Mm. And then Dredge went online and posted um, horrendous reviews of the movie. So he's dead to me. Anyway, the ghost of Dredge has called in. That's interesting. The new Avengers movie starred Steed and Purdy, didn't it? Your your fist is gonna no. Hang on a minute. Oh, let me rephrase that. No, I'll, I'll keep Hold it on. as it is. I'll keep it as it was. Actually, your fist is gonna star in um, a little film that I intend making called uh, John Dredge fists himself to death, punches himself in the face. I okay. mean, punches himself yeah. in the face. Hey, yeah, that's that's not a very good insult. That one. No, I um um my uh, my youngest today when my eldest was in the toilet. My youngest, what was he talking about? Oh. What was he? Doing? He was talking about killing his brother, <gasps> and he said that I can't remember what it, I can't remember how his conversation came about. And he said he said, but it hadn't worked. I said, right, well, you're just going to have to do it better next time. He said, what do you mean? I said, well, if, if you're going to kill him, you're going to have to do it properly next time. And then he came up with this really elaborate plan for killing him. <laughs> and then and then he explained it to his brother. And the first step of it, oh, this made me laugh so much. The first the first phase of the murder. Fratricide. The fratricide of the six-year-old on the eight-year-old was to kick him in the peanuts. And my eldest looked at me and went, he does that all the time. I'm so used to it now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Dredge, you're dead to me, but um, I'm, this shows what a great heart i have what a kind heart i have what a coronet i have so i'm just gonna let your ghost come on on this show despite the fact that you're an absolute idiot well that's no different to any of the other callers then that's fair play though you've got me he's got me on a technicality there's got me on a technicality yes i, I have to but give you that. What, what i meant was the the end i thought the ending what? was terrible all right all right mate all right you're getting very close to a spoiler alert that's a yellow card you've just been awarded a yellow card well, just because I said the ending is terrible. Right, Don't say it again. That's two yellow cards, mate. One more, and it's a red card, and you won't get a chance to plug your show. And no, no one. <laughs> You're adding the eye to the eye. Yes. 
Okay. Okay. <clears throat> right, I'm being very, very careful. Okay, so... Very, very careful. So, yeah. tell us about this show that you're doing. Oh, thank you very much. Yeah, well, it's in... Uh, have you ever heard of the, the Cavendish Arms in Stockwell? Yeah, I have, actually. No. I have. Okay. Yeah, it's famous. Uh, have you? Yeah, yeah, of course I have. Is it? It's, isn't it? That's not... Well, yeah, it is, actually. Yeah, it's a famous venue. Famous venue. Uh, all, the, all the great stars have played there. Yep. Um, you know, Barry Cryer, yeah. Bernard Cribbins. And we're on, uh, I'm on, on Monday, on Bank Holiday Monday oh. at 6 o'clock. 6 o'clock, doing a, a silly hour, um, which is sort of like a, a live radio show, okay. but with an audience sat in front. Okay, so you're stealing... It's going to be fun. Stealing the rabbit what hole. What are you calling it? The, uh, the hair hole? <laughs> The, the wabbit wall. The what hole? Hello? Mm. Hello? Uh, hello, no, good evening. No, it's not like that. No, it's, no? Not, we it do like, we, it's more like a, a sort of magazine type thing with features and things like that. And we... Oh, we, like we, we And quizzes, pardon? It's like... <laughs> it's like... I was saying, Johnny... Hello? I was saying, Johnny, it sounds a bit yeah. like looking magazine. <laughs> Is it? it? Very, very similar to that, except except funnier and more free. Oh, the kids will love that. The kids love looking magazine. <laughs> it's very popular. It is very popular with the under sixties, isn't it? It, it? And 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 as John said, if anybody goes to this venue at six o'clock on Monday and says they heard it on this show, they get in absolutely free. Yeah. It is free of charge. So the whole thing if is they free. Come in, if you if you go and you say you heard it on this show, it's free. And that that it's, is it's, great. Yeah, that's a great okay. thing to do. And it, it's going to be really stupid. And uh, okay, yeah. No, we're in the same genre as you, but but we're not we're not we're not exactly the same as you, but we're definitely in the same genre. Mm. Um, you see, you Dredge, see? Dredge, say hello to George. Hey, hello, Dredge. Hello, George. Nice to speak to you. To it's... speak to you. Nice. Yeah. Well, thank you, I... thank you Ian. I've enjoyed listening to the singing voices of I- Ian and Catherine. I, Thank you. I, I think uh, you're the you're the one. I think you should form y- your own band. Have you ever been in a band? Ian? I have been a b- in a band. I've been, uh, but I'm the bass player. I've been the bass player and backing vocals. But um, we, we do need a bass player, but it, uh, it's not going to be you, Ian. No, you're correct. You're no, correct. I think you should be leading a band singing, Ian. Uh, oh. I, 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 I've Why got is he ma- obsessed with you singing? I like his voice. Yeah. voice. You've never heard- oh, yeah, I suppose you have heard it. Don't be peevish, Dredd. You're casting aspersions and we can all see it. <laughs> well, I, I, will put my, I will cast my aspersions somewhere else. Yes. Please. And George, uh, I, what have you I, got to tell us? I have a name title for, for the band I'd like you to, to lead. Golden Wonder? No, <laughs> the city zens. Oh, what do you oh, think? City, oh, I get it. City zens. Yes, it. yes, yes. Uh, yeah, I like that. Yeah, could you become a wonder party band? I think I could. I I think I think it could be marvellous. Me and my mate Scott Balcony is um, very talented on the old guitar. He can he can start strumming. I can start strumming, and we can start singing and. It will have quite a country twang to it, George. I hope that's okay. Well, I, I would initially love you to do a, a version of the "We Are the Music M- Makers" yep. Uh, yep. S- song, and chord, then you? you know the chord to that song. You know the chord no, to that song. I don't think it matters. No, it is. It's a free-form song that anyone can play yeah. and sing. 
Um, you've got to get the words right, but, um, yeah, we can do that. We can do that, George. Yeah. Yeah, man. And then, then, then we're, we're setting up a site for the different bands' versions of the song, and, and people will be able to pay £3.33 and, and join the City's End's Wonder Party Band, in your case. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do I make money from this? I want to make money. Worth three pounds thirty-three a time. Yeah, that'll do me. For pe- people to join, join your party. That will do me. Brilliant. No, the, 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 I, the, I'm in a, I'm in a band. If, if you're interested, George, I know you're not, but uh, of course I am. You, you could do a version of, of the "We Are the Music Makers." We come from uh, down your way and, and we can play. play. What can you play? Pick up, pick up, pick a low. Pick no, that's, that's not the lyrics. Rabbit, no. rabbit. rabbit. The, li- <laughs> the, li- the lyrics on, if, if you Google YouTube, we, we are the music makers, Ben Real, yes. R double yeah. E L. Yeah. There's a version that we did at the map venue. Some, uh, yeah, we played it. Where's yeah. your memory gone? We played it on air. Right. Yeah. Well, I'm saying, cause, so do your own version yeah. of uh, 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 of okay. that of that track, and yeah. and let's start to make <laughs> news together. Let's, let's so, so what, are you putting out a compilation album of all these bands, but it's just the same song? Oh, that's a good idea for an album, isn't it? Could do that. That's a really good idea for an album, right? All different bands doing the same song. Doing the same song. Uh-huh. That must have been done before. That no, must I have don't been think done. so. John. Have you ever heard of James Blunt album? Hey! Yay! I got a semi by the sea once. <laughs> That's a different story. But you, Luckily, I've never heard a James Blunt album. But uh, you've got a record label, haven't you, Ian? It's, yes, but it's it's very specific. It's it's only for monkeys-related releases, I'm only, afraid. Only good ones. Uh, shut up, Catherine. It's only for monkeys-related releases, I'm afraid, George. I don't understand that. It's only for releases that are related to the pop group The Monkeys. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, it's very specific, very niche. George didn't understand you there. Yeah, that's why I explained it. Oh, Now I understand it. He understands it now, Dredge. Dredge, he's got it now, because he asked, he didn't understand it, I explained it, and he got it. And now he got it, yeah. But your label could it. take on all the Wonder Party bands, and they're going no. to be ha- hundreds of no. Wonder no. Party no. bands. They couldn't. No, 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 they couldn't. Trust me, I couldn't get past my partner Glenn. He's very stiff um, uh, on things like that. But Scott has just tweeted me: Rainbow George, you, me, the Plinths. That's your band. This is it. This is the big one. We're in, George. The Plinths Wonder Party band. The Do Plinths it. are Dredge's band. Good. Dredge sings like a beautiful girl. That's fine. No, it's, it's, it is fine. It's like a castrato. Yeah, well, just do a version of the We Are The Music Makers or... or all on the same album. Yep. Yep. Released on a, on Not My Record Label and it will... It will <laughs> on, on, on the Not Ian's record label. <laughs> it, 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 do you know, it's really expensive to put records out. Who'd have thought? Maybe one day we'll make money. Um, George, it's going to happen, brother. Thank you for that. All the best. Take care, mate. Have a nice weekend. Dredge? Hello? You're dead to me. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is the late night alternative on Talk Radio. Closing time conversation for tax inspectors, taxi drivers, and taxidermists. Great big talk for the wee small hours. You've been trolling me big time, mate. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. 
0344-499-1000. Let's go to... Hello, Alan. Hi, Ian. Hi, Kat. Hi, Alan. What's, what's that buzz coming from, Alan? I don't know. I keep, it looks from my laptop. I'm sitting next to my laptop. Is there any way you could sit away from your... You could move the phone away from the laptop? Well, I could switch the laptop off. There we go. Let's see if that does it. That's some yeah, pretty see, powerful. See if I can do it with one hand. Have you only got oh, one hand? I'm sorry, I, I didn't realise. I didn't realise you, you were disabled. I'm sorry. Uh, no, no, I mean, I've got the phone in my other hand. Oh, right, sorry. I, oh, God, that was awkward. Okay. Right. Uh, luckily, I was okay. not disabled enough to... That, well, have, have you turned it off? Yeah, it's off. Well, the buzz is still no, there. No. Can you not hear that? I can hear it, yeah, I can. It's definitely coming from my end. Yeah, well... Well, I, hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. The expression. Uh, I and think all I wanted to, to do was go in and congratulate you on a brilliant start to the show. It was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> and put an end to that brilliant start of the show with your awful, <laughs> your awful line. Um, I tell you what I miss, Alan. Thank you for your kind words. It's appreciated. I tell you what I miss, and you don't get any more. I don't know how old you are. What are you? What, what are you? Thirty-six. Oh yes, plus that. Forty-three. 53. Shut up, man. You've got a young man's voice, hasn't he? He has. Give it back. Well, then you'll remember this. Do you remember when you used to get crossed lines? Yeah, yeah, I do, yeah. Oh, mate. That was the... the, the, They seemed to stop sort of in the mid to late 80s, where you'd be on the phone and then you could hear another conversation going on. And as a kid, it was the most exciting thing in the world. A crossed line. Yeah, it was. I remember it well. Oh. They should, um, if if uh, Apple have got any sense, they'll um, invent an app that allows you to have a crossed line. Yeah, yeah. Sounds like you're using losing the will to live. You've not unplugged a life support machine or something, have you, to make this phone call? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, not okay. today. Um, All right. Enough today. All right. Nice one, Alan. Well, thank you for that, mate. No problem. Uh, thank th- you. Thanks for being a good sport. Cheers. Ta-ta. Um, let's go to, um, let's go to Gatford. Uh, what, what's the name of this uh, the radio station again? It's called Talk Radio. Yet at the beginning of this show, I heard not a lot of talking and plenty of singing. Well, yes, your so point is thus. It's, it's not called Sing Radio. Well, is it? okay. Well, what? What? Okay. Well, Capital Radio isn't called Crap Pop Radio. In my house, heart, it is. heart isn't called Lame Presenter Radio. You know, the, 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 yeah. the, the, the ours is at least. Vaguely relevant to the content of the shows. Mm. LBC isn't called Twat. London's biggest chitty chat. Um, well, yeah, but just saying, I, I don't turn on my radio at ten o'clock to hear Alan Caddick murdering songs. Oh, I forgot. Is this radio station called Gatford comes up and completely poops the party? It, well, no, yeah. G- Gatford, yeah. listen, well, Gatford, when you turn on your radio station on Monday night, and I really do appreciate the feedback, uh, actually, yeah, no, no, it's good, yeah. No, I, genuinely, I do. I do appreciate the feedback, and we, I will be taking it on board. And so when you turn on the radio on Monday night at 10 o'clock, you will not hear Alan Caddick murdering songs. Instead, what you will hear is me murdering you. That's a threat. Thanks very much for calling. Let's go to Zach. Good evening, Zach. Good evening, Ian McCaff. Good evening, Zach, who sounds like he's in a tin can. I'm not in a tin can. I'm in front of a computer on my desk. 
prove it. You can still have a tin can in front of a computer on a desk. Oh, well, I guess you can have many of them. But anyway. Yes. I'm looking forward to the weekend and also yeah. in a couple of weeks my mum's going to have a baby. Hey! You won't be the most important thing in her life anymore. In fact, you're gonna resent the baby. It'll be the focus of her attention for the next 20 years, 20 years, 20 years. You'll be in therapy talking about the baby. When he stole your mother's love, when the baby came along, mama didn't love you no more. She had no time for Zach. Zach was on his own, burning down things, what? getting into fights, drinking alcohol pops at night, and doing all kinds of things that a young man just shouldn't do. Because Mummy had a baby, mommy had a baby Baby was more important than Zack Baby was the one that came and took mommy's love away And Zack lost his cool And it dropped out of school Went travelling around the world Trying to find a special girl To replace the love, the love he lost from mommy when the baby came. Now, that sounds like a, a, a really good Harry Nielsen song. I've just written a Harry Nielsen song. If someone could um, orchestrate that for me, we're going to make millions and sell it as a lost Harry Nielsen song. P.S. Sorry about your life being ruined. Yeah, sorry about that, Zach. But the best, the best art comes from pain. And luckily for me, it comes from other people's pain. What have you got for us tonight, Zach? Um, well, uh, this week was fun. I had uh, the awards evening for the radio station at my school, Jukebox Radio. And you're the only one that works there, aren't you? No, there's, there's multiple, but it was, it was still pretty fun. Did you win a room that meant that it sounded like you got your head in a bucket and you're getting further and further away from your phone? Did you win that? No. Did you win? Your- stop! Were you, were you, you're trolling a young lad. <laughs> it's, we've already established via a lost Harry Nilsson song. His life is ruined. <laughs> All right, I'll leave. Um, so, did anyone come to the awards? Yeah, but the funniest bit of it when they were announcing the people that uh, were awards. Yeah. Um, they announced all the people that weren't there accidentally before the people that were there. Oh, oh man! Oh, Quado. So, what did and you win, man? There were more people that weren't there. Of course. Uh, well, the cool, the cool kids, um, the cool kids don't turn up to award ceremonies. I'm at all of them, <laughs> but the cool kids don't go. What did you win? Oh, I won a certificate. I didn't win one of the best. Oh, ones. I've won trophies. Yeah. I've, I've won trophies. Best speech presenter uh, at the Arias. I won a, a Gillard best um, personality presenter. It's BBC Local Radio. A bit poxy that one. I won a Sony Best uh, Breakfast Show for under 10 million, and I won a certificate for doing good interviews, but I don't can give a stuff about that. You also won humblest humble person in oh, the I'm world the ever. Oh, I'm the most humble person I know. Tonight is just brilliant, isn't it? It really is, Zach, and thank you very much for your input. We're rattling through these calls, and do you know what? Thank God. Let's go to Scott. Good How are you? I'm doing very well, Scott. How are you doing, mate? Uh, no, 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 no,
Not great. Well, you need a bit of advice. Well, yeah. Scott, I don't know if you know this. Uh, you have come my, to the right place. I give good advice. My, my sister, she lived in Sydney, yeah? Yeah. And she got um, a few issues and a few problems. Yeah. Right, and, um... Right, let me see. I feel like I need to go out and see her. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, where she lives, not very accessible. And obviously, I've been there a few times before. Yeah. When you say where she lives is not accessible, is it like the, the area of town or the part of the country or is it the building? Well, um, to get into a house, right. you've got to go up a side. Uh-oh, here we go, yeah. Right. Yeah. And then you've got a bedroom at the bottom yeah. where I stay. And then you go upstairs. Oh, she got one of those houses that's up, those places yeah, upside yeah, down. Yeah. It's upside down. Did you, did, sorry Scott, because I'm str- struggling a bit. Did you say she's in care? Yes. Yeah, right. No, she didn't care. She didn't care, didn't sorry, care. right. Um, and I'm guessing that you don't do too well on the stairs. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, right, okay. Uh, I'm, 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 sorry, I'm a bit nervous. No, I don't you sound, you're sounding great, mate. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm in a Oh, right, well, the, the, you, the wheelchairs don't do too great upstairs. I know that yeah, from experience, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right? But, but uh, when, when I do go there... Yeah? She, uh, she, she hires a lobby chair so that I can crawl up to Okay, right. So you park at the bottom of the stairs... You park at the bottom of the stairs and crawl up the stairs, and she's yeah. got one at the top of the stairs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Okay. So. Right. Now, I can do that. Yeah. Yeah. No, no problem. Yeah, it's like like climbing Everest, yeah. isn't it? Right. At the minute, um, what do I say? Right. She's just been diagnosed with cancer. She's been diagnosed with cancer. Yeah. Oh blimey. Nephew. Mm, That's all right, mate. Don't you take your time, Scott. Um, we're, we're here till one. Go on, you take your time, fella. So your nephew's got epilepsy. That's all right. So your nephew, so your sister's got cancer, and your nephew's got epilepsy. Yeah, but like my sister called my nephew's teacher. Yeah, she goes up. Yeah, he got a bit of sleepover. Yeah, like if he needs to sit down. Let him sit down, because obviously they do a lot of outdoor sports like that, yeah. They do a lot of what, sorry, Scott? I missed that last bit. Outdoor sports. Outdoor sports, okay, yeah. Right. Yeah. 
I'm, I'm, I'm listening, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The teacher has all I've been in the news, yeah, it's been just for being a paedophile. Hang on a minute, I, I missed a little bit of that. Who's been done for being a paedophile? The teacher. Oh, God, what, of your nephew? Yeah. Oh, flipping heck. Right, so... But he's been caught, he's been arrested, has he? Eh? He's been arrested, the teacher. Alright, oh, that's good, that's good. Alright, well okay, alright. We've not we've not named him or said it where he is, so that's fine. Yeah. So she's ill and she's worried. Uh, she's worried about this whole paedophile teacher thing as well. Oh well, yeah, of course, of course she is. Oh, no, of course she is. Um. So what, uh, Scott? So why is why is the what's the problem? Yeah. If I go out there, right? She just, she looked bobbing like we're just busy, yeah? Yeah. Right, of course she's a sister. Yeah. But, if I go out there, it's like adding to her stress. If you go out there, it's adding to her stress, what? Because yeah, she's got to sort yeah, out the extra right. chair and stuff. Right, and I'll say to her, yeah. I'll go out there, I'll get a hotel, you don't need to worry about me. Blah, 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 blah. Right, and she goes, oh, yeah, yeah, but you need to come and see the case, isn't you? Serious? You can't come out here for a week, right? And Ian, all I want to do, right, is go out and give the sister a hook. Oh, mate. Right, dear I do know exactly what you mean. I, right. I know ex you want to look after your sister. So, so I, I, I don't know, right? Because I'll, I'll get a ticket tomorrow. Yeah. And I'll go. But is, is that going to cause more stress? <laughs> You're in a real pickle because you want to do the right thing and and look after your sister. But you're also aware that by doing that, that might stress her out even more. Yeah. Um, well, here's the thing. There's there's two ways of looking at this, right? It maybe she wants you there, and she's saying, "Don't come, 
because you know sometimes we're kind of generous like that and we say don't come and and a, yeah, and a yeah, visit yeah, would yeah. be a lovely surprise but also sometimes when people are ill they really don't want people around them you know and and, and you know we all want to go and touch ill people and help them and go, let me make you a cup of tea and do all of that and sometimes yeah, people yeah, when they're yeah, ill they want to yeah. be on their own yeah, because I'm not that, you know what I mean? Because I've got no problem in carpentry. Yeah. And I, I'm, you know, I'm just sort of general as that I'm around, but I just think, you know, I, I just... Do you think... Here's the thing, Scott. I can't tell you what to do because I don't know you, I don't know your sister, and I don't want to say something that might have a negative impact on your relationship. You, 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 only you, only you can decide what the right thing for you to do is. If you went to her house and there wasn't the wheelchair upstairs, would you be able to cope or would you not be able to cope? Right, okay, okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Where does she normally get the, the wheelchair from? Does she, like, rent it or something? Or get it from the yeah, local... Yeah, she rents it. Ay, 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 Scott's come yeah, to me for advice. Uh, I, I, I sent her a lot of plays at a hotel. Yeah. Yeah, you, you get a baby's setter for, like, well, Scott, how would, can, can you you can afford a hotel? Can you? No, really. Oh, I could buy money. God, you're a good man trying to do the right thing. Yeah, of course you do. Of course you do. I've got a sister, and I know that if, you know if my sister were ill, I'd want to be there for her. Yeah, lucky. Yeah. And I, I've got a vegan mate, and he goes, "Look, mate, if you need to move, do it." And me says, "No, I can't afford it, but you know." I can tell uh, you what I can tell you where I my can, uh, 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 Here's where, here's where, where uh, Catherine, uh, here's where my head is at with this. And let me tell you, tell me if you think I'm way off. Uh, if, if you, uh, here's what I think. And Catherine will chip in because Catherine might have a completely different perspective and then we can kind of kick them both around. If your sister's got, ca- if, if my sister had cancer and um, uh, I would, I would want to be there with her, you know, for as little or as much as possible. So my suggestion would be is if you can borrow the money and it doesn't put you in big debt, because we don't want to start getting in debt, if you can borrow the money, if you can stay in a nearby hotel and phone her up and say, look, I'm just down the road, I'm a mile down the road in this hotel, Um, I can be there, I can get a cab, I can be there in 40 minutes, I'm going to be staying in this hotel for the next three or four days. If you want me to come, 
I would love to come just to sit with you. You haven't got to do anything. You haven't got to entertain me. You haven't got to feed me. I'll just come and sit there. Um, and if you don't want me to come, I'll be disappointed, but I'll totally understand and respect your decision. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. like you say, she could get a babysitter and come to you and just yeah. get out of the house for a bit. If she's well enough. Yeah. 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 If she's well enough, you know, because if she got Gavin cancer treatment, you might be a bit, but bit poorly. It, it kind of, the difficult thing is that she'll feel different on each day. Okay, so she's got a big, she's got a big old cancer. You never quite know, because cancer's a bugger. Um, in a way, I hope say I'm bothered by acting at the seaways, you know. Yeah, I do know. But we know to be okay. Yeah. But what I'm bothered about is that, oh, I don't mean to say I'm not bothered by that. Of course I'm bothered yeah. by that, you know what I mean, yeah. but... Well, listen, if, listen, if the bloke's been arrested, if the bloke's been arrested, then you, then the, your nephew is safe now, right? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And you, 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 how old is your nephew? Yeah, of course he's safe, yeah, but he's nine years old. Nine years old, right, okay. Right, and he, he used to love that teacher. you do, mate. You're a good man. I don't know if we're a hindrance or not. I, 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 I suggest go. I suggest go and, and let her know that you're there and be there and, um, it's a tough one, isn't it? It's a tough it one. It is. But Right, and she'll feel different on each day and at different stages in what's going on with her. She'll be up to seeing people and not up to seeing people. Yeah, Scott, yeah. when are you thinking? When are you thinking of going, Scott? Me, I will go You're such a good man. You've got a really good yeah. soul, looking after your family. Yeah. Um, listen, man, give, can you give us a call le- next week, maybe, and let us know what you yeah, decided yeah, and how yeah, she's yeah, getting yeah. on and stuff. Alright. Anyway, sorry, I'll Hey, well, you, well, you, don't apologise. This show wouldn't. This show functions on on callers, so don't apologise. Your content. <laughs> oh, nice one, man. Mm. 
Scott, listen, take away this. You are a good man, and you are mm-hmm. pondering over a decision that only a good person would ponder over, right? Yeah. Um, give us a call next week and let us know what you decide. Yeah, yeah, I will. Have a nice weekend, Scott. Yes, thank you. Thank you, mate. Ta-ta. Bye-bye. What a nice man. Yeah. What a nice man. What a dilemma. I get it. I get both sides of that. And the fact that he, he, he mentions he needs the wheelchair, that that does, you know, because he they obviously so very much in love, these two, this, this brother and sister. He cares for her. She obviously cares for him and doesn't want to, you know, and she wants him to come around and to be comfortable and have the wheelchair so that... But... Nice he needs people. to do. He needs to do. He needs to do. He knows what he needs to do, yeah. and he knows her better than anyone. And I think that idea of being down the road, and then if she fancies it, he's there, and if she doesn't, that's cool too. But she knows where he is. That's the important thing, isn't it? Um, let's go to Paul. Good evening, Paul. Good evening, both. How you doing? Very hey, well, thank Paul. you, mate. Good, good. Um, isn't it great to have somebody like to talk to and sound ideas out and stuff? I thought Scott was awesome, man. It was good, wasn't it? Was really good. It was really yeah. good. Um, I spoke to you last night, just like a a tiny update for you. I'm not going to update you every day, I promise you. I took the car to the garage today. Oh, yeah. That's that's something new. Oh, no, no, Um, I've just realised this is, oh, brilliant, brilliant. That is, because I hate going to the garage, man, I hate it. Yeah, man. I I, I was well just like, you know, the car's sorted, the car's safe. Do Um, you know what I've done? I've done this twice. Instead of taking my car to get it fixed... I've gone and bought a new car. I've done that twice. I've done, I've done it because I've, I've, uh, the stress of going to a garage and thinking I'm going to get ripped up. I bought a new car. So, so well done, you, Paul. That's brilliant work. Yeah, I'm chuffed the bits. I, I'm not going to keep you. I'm going to let you enjoy the show. Thanks very much for, um, for everything this week. Nice and one, have a good weekend. Thank you, Paul. Ta-ta. Let's go to Ian. Good evening, Ian. Uh, good evening. Good evening. Hello. Hello there. Yes, welcome. You're on the air. Yeah, we got it. Um, yeah, no, I was just phoning up to say about the knobhead that phoned up earlier about um, the start of your show. Oh, yeah, the, yes. yes. Yeah, I yeah. actually thought, I mean, don't get me wrong, for go. some reason I love to hate you. Oh. Really love to hate you. WT. You're like the most irritating man, but you're addictive. Yeah, it's true. It's weird. It's true, he's very Hang annoying. a minute, Captain. Don't li- This guy's obviously a lunatic. Don't start agreeing with this numpty. <laughs> yes, Ian. <laughs> no, I, I, I take that as a compliment. That. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, no, you should. Um, but, yeah, no, I thought it was a good way to start the show, and I think there should be, uh, I think you should make it a weekly thing. And do, do you think, can I ask you this, Ian? Uh, I notice you spell your name wrong. Do you think, <laughs> uh, do you think... <laughs> Do you think I've got a good voice? Could I make it in show business? Um, can you make it in show business? Yeah. On the West End stage or Broadway? No. You probably could because of your name, but it's not going to go much further than that, is it? You're not going to get no number ones. Oh, I think he could be the next Wagner. That's, that's, that's a good one. Ian, so how long... Because I, I get the thing about listening to people that irritate me. I really, really do. How long have you been listening to this for? Um, pretty much from probably around about September, November last Oh, OK. Year. So before the jungle. All right. Well, I will do my best, Ian, to irritate you even more from now on. Oh, that would be good because you irritated me on the jungle as well. Yeah, good, good, brilliant. And, um, but... Yeah. 
you're, you're addictive. You sort of, uh, yeah. I, I listen because of the jungle, because of your whole thing. It obviously works. Yeah, you love me. You love it. Hey, Ian, I'm going to irritate you. I'm going to irritate you even more now by cutting you off. Great. There we go. <laughs> um, what a loser. Oh, see, I get that thing of listening to people that irritate you. I really do. Oh, three four 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 nine nine one thousand. What a what a cracking first hour of radio. This is the late night alternative on Talk Radio. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Three four 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 nine nine one thousand. A burger van boss has been blasted for hiring a dwarf to promote his food. At first, you think, "What's the problem with that?" We read on. Peter Gallagher asked four foot seven inch pal Sean Clark. That's a t- tall one for you. You have to stand on the box to kiss him, wouldn't you, Kath? Asked four foot seven inch pal Sean Clark to dress up and walk about in a sandwich board in Sturry, Kent. Burger lips customers get 10% off if they spot the midget burger lip snack bar located in the range car park I, I think any restaurant that's located in a car park for me is it's just the best eats it's the best eats mention the midget for 10% off um campaigners said it ridicules dwarfism yeah. um, i don't think we use the word midget anymore do we no you you can't do that it is like um 
Yeah, it's like so many other words we don't use. <laughs> Spot the fag for 10% off. Outrageous. It is terrible. I mean, that, that is... Um... But hey, guys, it's got us talking about burger lips. We all now know there's a place called Sturry, and the burger lips is situated in a car park. And as I've said it before, the, the restaurants in car parks, the best eats, the best eats ever. What the hell has happened to Simon Cowell's face? Um, it's got rather puffed up, hasn't it, since he fell down the stairs? Limmy on Twitter is obsessed with it. Obsessed with it. He's come up with all kinds of theories. Um, even David Walliams was poking fun at him yesterday on Twitter. There's, you can see pictures of him and you think, it doesn't even look like Simon Cowell. No. I mean, has he, has he had work done? I don't, I don't, here's something. I don't know the legal position on discussing whether someone may or may not ha- have had plastic surgery. I don't think Simon Cowell would care, as long as we're talking about him. I think, I'm sure I remember from some BBC training years ago when I did a show on BBC Choice, oh yeah, that you weren't allowed to speculate on whether someone has had plastic surgery. And it could be seen as libelous. If you go, oh, such and such has had... So definitely had a nose job, and they go. Actually, I haven't. I'm gonna sue your ass off, and then you'll have to have an ass job to pay for it. Mm. Um, so I don't know, but some people, it's pretty obvious. I think if you, but we all, we can all see that there's something different about Simon. <laughs> now his it, eyes look tiny, his jaw looks square, and his face just looks messed mm. up, man. To me, it looks as if with the position of his eyebrows to me looks like he's had Botox or something in the uh, in the upper part, and maybe fillers down below. Because there was the story about him falling down the stairs. Mm. Okay. Um, but also, you know, if he has or if he hasn't, <laughs> I don't get plastic surgery just to try and preserve your looks because I cannot. Right, oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is your challenge, right? Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Can you name someone who has had plastic surgery who looks at least as good, if not better, than before they went under? Me. Go on. Um, Liz what? Hurley. Has she had plastic surgery? Right. Here's the thing. When her lips changed, yeah. she said it was just through clever makeup. Right. No. She's no. just got a really good, I don't know what, it's fillers. I don't know whether that qualifies as plastic surgery. What's it's fillers? She's been filling her lips, has she? that collagen thing that all of a sudden a lot of women in, in the 90s end up getting. Yeah, so it looked like the top lip was like a bottom lip. You know, big. Trap out. No, because if it's done well, and I believe hers has been done well, I believe she has had it done. Um, She's the, so so sexy. Um, hmm? It's been done well. Kendall Jenner, uh, no Kylie Jenner, hers has been done well. But that, that's lips. Yeah. Okay, so so lip technology has advanced to such a degree that if you are a millionaire, you can get good lips. You can get really good lips. I would really <clears> like <throat> b- better lips. Um, okay. Okay, but um, the rest of the face mm. still they still can't do. Yeah, they still can't. The technology isn't there it's yet. It's getting better. Well, Simon Cowell is one of the richest men crawling this planet, right? 
And if that's the best he can do? I think after a while, though, you get, I think you get small things done and after a while, you, you, it, it starts to look strange because no. you get used to it. I completely understand why he would be dissatisfied with his face. And it's not because I'm saying, not, I'm not saying that he's ugly or anything, but he's surrounded by youth all the time. Yeah. And also, he's trying to keep himself current. I completely get it. Um, Ollie's making noises in the background there. Oh, hello there. You all right? I'm all right, Ollie. What you got for us? Well, I just wondered, what was that fantastic song you were playing a minute ago? That was Harry Nielsen, Gotta Get Up. That was brilliant. I can so understand why John Lennon likes him. Yeah, he's, Nielsen's, Nielsen's good, and I got a Nielsen box it ages ago and only did the first couple of albums and didn't go back in, and maybe I should dive back in. Because his voice, his voice before he ruined it with cocaine and brandy, he had the voice of a 12-year-old boy. His, I'll find something in a minute where you, he's doing all the, the vocals together. His voice is sweet as F, man. I'm trying to... I just remember him from embarrassing only from the one without you. So, are you on speakerphone? Yeah, sorry, is that bad? It's terrible. Oh, sorry, one minute. Okay, is that better? Yeah, of course it is, because you're not on speakerphone. Okay, sorry, that's yeah, nice mm-hmm. Um, he did that song without you, didn't he? Who did? Nielsen. Nielsen did, yes. Yes. Uh, that was his he lovely did, voice. He didn't voice. write it. He didn't write it though. Oh, did, he wrote that last one. He wrote that last one. He's a brilliant yeah. songwriter. He didn't write the biggest hits. He didn't. He didn't write without you. That was Fred Neil, I think. No, Fred okay. Neil wrote Everybody's Talking. Maybe no, he didn't write without. Maybe he did write without. Are you, you sure? He did write. He didn't write Everybody's Talking. That was Fred Neil. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't live if live. Bad Finger did it. No, it's a Bad Finger song. Uh, it's a bad that finger was song. Produced by McCartney. Bad um, finger, wasn't it? Some of it was. Uh, th- yeah, but without you is a bad finger song, and that wasn't written by Nielsen. Yes, I'm, I'm correct on that. No, no, fair enough. Can I also um, mention a, a uh, well, not a big up, but a recognition of Sturry? Oh, it's I, Sturry. Yes, yes. Home of I used um, to live in Whitstable, which Burger is down the road from there. Yeah, I know Whitstable. Yeah. And it, the story was like just a bus stop on the way to Canterbury. Oh, it's quite common there, isn't it? So they would oh, love them. They would love a midget in a in a sandwich board. Don't you start saying that word? What sandwich board? No, that's what it was. That's what they call it. Oh, I'm not going to say midget. That's appalling. stop it. But that's but, no, but that's the, but that's what they they would love it there. They'd think that was a little bit of saucy fun. Excuse me, Alexa off. Alexa on. Alexa. No, on. no, 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 no. Because I burn my food. What? I'll burn my food if your okay. Alexa's on again. Okay. If you, if, if it's set to... Anyway, okay, right. okay. Well, thanks no. for... Anything else? No, not at all. Thank Bye. you very much. Let's go to Alistair. Good evening, Alistair. Oh. Sorry? Sorry, I just turned my speakerphone off, Ian. Oh, you guys. Really... You guys. Come on, Alistair, what you got for us tonight? Well, I really enjoyed last night with Katie on the show. She was good, was wasn't great. she? She asked for your um, phone number, by the way. Who did? Katie asked no. for your phone number. No. 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 But, uh, anyway, he gave me an idea for the show. Okay, here we go. This is what we need. Yes. Input. Well, what do you guys say? And by the way, evening, Kath. Yep. Um, <laughs> what would you say to having, because obviously you have guests from 
time to time. Yeah. Having one of your callers be a special guest for 15 minutes in the studio. What do you mean? Well, in the studio? No. What? In the studio? Why? Well, it may have a, a new dimension. Oh, it wouldn't. It'd be boring. Well, listen, we've had guests in the studio before, uh, the callers yeah. in the studio before. Um, we've had, um, uh, we did a show once where we had, for each hour, it was one caller per hour. All right. And, um, but it's, it's a long way to come for just 15 minutes in the studio. I come. I know, I, I know, I know. And I, I kind of got that's what you were angling for. And that's why we're emphatically saying no. <laughs> Fair enough. But well done for having a go. Uh, well done for having a go, Alistair, but no. But thanks. Cheers. Ta ta. <laughs> a broken man. Basically, here's a feature. I come and sit in your studio for 15 minutes. Nah. nah that's not going to happen. That's not going to happen, mate. Not a, not a chance. Not a chance. 0344 is the telephone number. This is the late night alternative. The switchboard is empty, guys. It's empty. You can call in about absolutely anything you want. This is the late night alternative with Ian and Kath on Talk Radio. Neon lit night talk for torch singers, trolley dollies and train wrecks like me. Never know just where the conversation will take you. What I'm going to say sounds ridiculous. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Can we try a Harry Nilsson song? I'm trying. I'm try- there's 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 some really good Harry Nilsson songs where he does all the harmonies. And when he was uh, his early records, he sings like a girl, right, basically. Mm. And I, I I can't find one. So I've just been googling obscure Harry Nilsson songs. And this is, can, can we just give this? Can we just give this thirty seconds and see if this is any good? I don't know this one. Hang on a second. <laughs> Three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Good evening, Kadir. How are you doing, Ian? Very well, thank you, Kadir. Oh, great! I'm on the Arriva Trains Rail service from Birmingham to Stafford. Literally, couldn't care less. What have you got for us tonight? Well, I just thought I'd tell you what's uh, been going on in my life. Obviously, I, I know you care. Not in real time. I haven't uh, called, so no, don't worry. But um, I've become a door supervisor. So a bouncer. Yeah, but they don't like to be called that. We don't like to be called that. Okay, yeah, well done. Okay, tough. I'm calling yeah. you it. Deal with it. So, uh, so for what? A nightclub? A shop? What? Uh, to, well, we do all sorts of places in Birmingham. I'm mainly at the Symphony Hall and uh, the Warwick Student Union nightclub. Oh, wow, there's a real mix of uh, clientele. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, there certainly is. Tonight I was at the, the Symphony Hall. Um, they had... Um, they had a couple of singers on singing some of the uh, hits from the musical. Get rowdy, did it? 
Uh, well, there was a first aid incident at the end, but uh, I was just on bag checks, really, looking at people's bags. It was, it was, oh, it was, right. it was the brown acid. They were taking the brown acid, guys. Might have, and the uh, chap fell down the stairs at the end. But he's all right, to anyone concerned. That's a great he's story. Ab- absolutely fine now. Beautiful. The trouble, the trouble really happens at the Student Union nightclub. Oh. I imagine. Yes. I was there yesterday, actually. And a guy, we we closed the toilet inside the main hall, and uh, a guy started yelling to us about how we have to legally provide one, so he pissed up the wall in protest. Well, could have done, could, have, I, could have been worse. I uh, kicked him out, and then he uh, started trying to punch the other guy. So he's been sort of, uh, he's been banned from the library and the student union for the rest of the year, which isn't good because it's uh, exam season. Wow. What, you can't use the library? No, you can't use any of the sort of... University of Warwick uh, facilities the rest of the year. But they can't chuck him out of the university because it's, it's dollar. Yeah, but they also yeah. are preventing him from learning. Yeah, well, that's tough because they, they, if they c- kick him off the course, they lose the money and he mm. could potentially sue them as well. This is the whole thing about universities now is you can't kick people off courses because you lose money and they can sue you because they are they are employing you. you the, 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 the students are em- employing the university. surely he'd have grounds to sue for being prevented from using the facilities. Could it? It's too noisy, so I'm going to cut you off. Bye-bye. There we go. Why was he phoning in to tell us about his boring job? Well. <laughs> An outraged job seeker thought Flash was a cleaning product until she saw an advert requiring her to strip off and mop floors for clients. 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 To make it worse, the opening with Fantasy Cleans was posted on government website Universal Job Match. The woman in her 30s from Yorkshire, who asked not to be named, said she was embarrassed and distressed. It's these nudie, nudie cleaners. Mm. So they don't have to be nudie, because they've got a little clip of the advert here, look. It's actually, it's quite, actually, it's quite cheap. Fully clothed cleaning. If it's cheaper than the one I'm already employing, I'll have them. Cleaning and ironing by a fully clothed fantasy cleans girl or guy. You can request what items you want them to wear, such as tight leggings, crop top, casual wear, etc. You can also choose to be fully clothed or naked. I will be. £20 booking fee, £25 for the first hour, £20 thereafter. Oh, no, that's, that's more expensive than mine. Right. Well, then there's this, this, this option. Choose a fantasy cleans girl to clean wearing a fantasy costume of your choice, such as a nurse, schoolgirl or French maid. Whatever your fantasy outfit may be, get in touch. You can also choose to be fully clothed or naked. £25 booking fee, £30 for the first hour, £25 thereafter. So what they're Hang saying on, is... how many hours is she going to be there cleaning? About three minutes. <laughs> but that's what it's for. If you're going to be naked and you've got a sexy French maid or a sexy schoolgirl or a sexy nurse reaching up there and bending down there, that's so that... Have I got this wrong? That's so that the person watching can masturbate. I would think so. Isn't it? Clean that up. Oh, dirty, God. Dirty sod. Um, the, the woman said, I, I thought that sort of attitude of uh, objectification of women was in the past. The Fantasy Cleans job ad marked cleaners with a difference offers workers between £25 and £50 an hour. On the company's website, under a picture of a blonde woman on the floor holding a brush, 
She's not cleaning. What's she holding it with? <laughs> and wearing lingerie and rubber gloves. Look at that lady. That lady's not cleaning. She, in the words of um, Kim and Aggie, scrub it, don't tickle it, dear. No. She's never going to get that grouting clean. No. She also, she's using a, 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 the brush that you'd use in the sink. I know, silly. On the floor. She's got completely the wrong tool, though. No. Also, yeah. is there someone that accompanies them? Because that's quite dangerous. <laughs> if really they are going to clean. Clients who pay up to £100 an hour are told, sit back oh. while they do all the dirty work. We are happy to assist you with any requests. Successful job applicants are told that could mean being asked to dress up in outfits of the client's choice, which may be fully clothed in lingerie or naked. They are also warned clients might choose to be naked during 9am to 5.30pm slots, Monday to Friday, and by special appointment at weekends. When the shocked job seeker told her MP what she was being offered via the government job site, Labour's Naz Shah said my staff were absolutely appalled. Um... The site enables Job Centre Plus staff to monitor claimant search for work. Oh, flipping heck. They monitor claimant search for work. Well, I, when I was signing on, uh, it was every fortnight, and you had to go in and show that, you know, all you had to do was just a list of the companies that you'd applied to. So, like, the, the morning of the thing, you just write down in the little green in the little green book and take it in. Now they monitor it online. It's probably because of people like me. Probably, yeah. Yeah, that would, that would make, I guess, explains it. Um... The job uh, advert read, Fantasy Cleans want, wants bubbly, chatty and friendly house-proud girls and guys to work on a self-employed basis. We look for all ages, 21 plus. Shapes, sizes and nationalities. I could I could do this. Cleaning? I could do cleaning. Naked. Showing off my ass. God, don't even do my own cleaning. Um, you must be comfortable being naked around people, including other Fantasy Cleans girls and guys and clients. Body confidence is a must. Must be able to clean an iron to a good standard. Right, okay. <laughs> I can do that. I can do that. Cleaners do not have to provide products, but they are told bring a smile, a pair of gloves and footwear. <laughs> the company claims it will be expanding to other areas of the UK. It promises clients to make cleaning an enjoyable and voyeuristic experience, not a chore. Here's the thing, right? I haven't got a cleaner now, but I, I can see myself getting one. But I know Catherine does this. When I, my cleaner used to come when I lived in London, I would leave the flat. Yeah. And I'd do the same with this. I would pay for, for you know, a sexy schoolgirl or, or a sexy woman in lingerie to come around and clean. And I'd make sure I, I left half an hour before she came round. I wouldn't go back until an hour after she'd gone. Because I'd be too embarrassed. <laughs> I don't understand. Oh, I just don't understand what the dressing up's about. Well, come on, man! It's so you know exactly what it's about. Customers can pay for female. What or... are they doing for a hundred pounds, though? Customers can pay pay for female or male cleaners, clothed or fully naked, or two cleaners together with hourly rates of twenty five to hundred pounds. It adds, please note, we do not offer any services of a sexual nature. The universal job match site is being replaced in two weeks by a new service called Find a Job. Um... You know, people, people got to work. People got to work. People got to earn money. People got to clean their houses. People got to watch naked people. People, people got to, people got to people. That's what I say. People got to people, Catherine. Do you not agree with that? Naked people bent over your bath, scrubbing your plug hole. <laughs> you scrub their plug hole. Exactly. Flipping it. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is the late night naked alternative on talk radio. Hey! 
whispering lunar incantations for cross parents, um, cross dressers. Yeah. Did you know this about me? And cross rail workers. Steel and polycarbonate. The late night alternative with Ian Lee. I've, I've got a very poor internet connection. On talk radio. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Best gig you've ever been to? Best gig. Oh, that Bare Naked Ladies one where you had to stand in the cupboard. Oh, yeah, well, that was, yeah, we went to a private Bare Naked Ladies show, just me and Kath and some cameramen. Or the Stephen Page one at City Winery. Yeah, well, that was good. That was that was a good one, yeah. Or Chaz and David, I mean, that was yeah. a belting gig. I would have to say, I would have to say, um, seeing the monkeys with Mike Nesmith in America, that was pretty amazing. Pretty amazing. Uh, or first time I saw Brian Wilson at the Royal Festival Hall. That was incredible. Um, millions of Brits have never been to a live music show. Oh. Oh, get a life! I've been to loads, man. Arthur Lee, that was another. A third have not been to a gig for more than a decade, with many blaming the high price of tickets. They're expensive. They're expensive. Very, very bloody expensive now. Um, according to research, Londoners are the biggest live music fans. One in six told the poll that they go to a concert at least once a month. Blimey, imagine that. I probably used to do that back in the day. Back in the day, I used to do that, yeah. But those from Yorkshire and the Humber are most likely to be gig virgins, with 21% still waiting for their first live music experience. Queen, the Beatles and ABBA were the bands those polled wished they'd... Oh, goodness sakes, the Beatles would have been rubbish live. Beatles are a terrible live band. You couldn't hear anything. It's very, we watch, we, go and watch a video of Beatles live at the Budokan if you want to see a really bored band who just c- going through the motions. Yeah, they got cheesed off with it, didn't they? They got cheesed off with it. Um, meanwhile, experts at the Goldsmiths University of London... I bought some tea gel today for my hair. Did you? Yeah, because my head's killing me. Good. Really itchy. Terrible dandruff. Really, I mean, really bad dandruff. But and you I'm haven't even it. tried that one I got you, the super duper one. No, I haven't tried that. I'm going to try the, t- I'll get the TJ, I'll get rid of the itching, because my head is, it's right. not nits, but it's really dry. It's terrible dandruff. I'm wearing a black coat, so it just looked awful. Embarrassing. Embarrassing. Genuinely, I was really embarrassed by it. Um, meanwhile, experts at the Goldsmiths University of London have claimed going to gigs regularly could prolong our lives by up to ten years. I say bullshit. How can you prove that? Absolute nonsense. Um, behavioural sci- scientist Patrick Fagan said shows can have a profound impact on our health, happiness and well-being. What a load of old guff. What a load of old balls. But yes, it's a wonderful distraction from life. It's a wonderful distraction from life. It is expensive though. Gigs yeah. are really expensive. You can pay, you know, for a big band, you can pay well over hundred quid for a ticket. Over hundred quid for a ticket. It's ridiculous, man. I know. I would have loved to have seen Fleetwood Mac, but it's just completely out of the question. It was too expensive. They were really expensive, weren't they? Yeah. Like 300 quid a ticket. The most I paid for a ticket, I think, was... I I bought two tickets for Prince from a hooky website. I think they were... No, they weren't 400 quid each. It must have come to about four... It must have been about 400 quid. Because all the tickets in the venue were 21, 21, weren't they? 21 Mm. pounds, 21 pence or something. And, um, yeah, this was in the fourth row and it was 400 quid for two tickets. I'm showing off. Showing off. And uh, and it worked, you know, it worked. And it was a great night. And it was... uh, Do you know what? It was... uh, I had the money. I was I was having a bit of a flush period at work, 
And uh, I, I could do it. It's all relative. It's all relative. Oh, my head's killing me, look. Itchy. The Isle of Wight's nice. Yeah, it turns out. It turns out it's really, I mean, it's... it's you, 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 it's Is it one of those tax havens? Or that Jersey? Jersey. That's Jersey. That's Jersey. No, Isle of Wight is, is um, it, it, it's like the 1950s there. But, uh, oh, we had the best cab driver coming back from the, the, the park to the thing. This cab driver, this, I was in the front and the two, two people I was working with were in the back. It was a young lady. I think her name was Liz, I think. And, um, she was, and I said, oh, you're being very polite. She was very polite. I said, you're being very, pol- very polite, Liz been very polite she said oh, i have my moments i said go on then that bloke that bloke about to pass go on, go on say something about him he's a dick <laughs> and we're laughing and then and then um then there were two old women sort of in the way in the row i said go on say something about them she dropped the c-bomb wow that escalated quickly we were in hysterics we were in hysterics <laughs> and then she started going she was really funny and we were just chatting nonsense for ages and then she was going, oh, I really fancy a burger. I said, well, go and have one. She goes, I can't. I'm on a diet. I'm, I'm on the Crohn's diet. Uh. And she was going into great detail describing a burger. I said, go have a burger. Have a burger. It's bank holiday. Have a burger. She's got Crohn's, though. She can't. Can have she? a burger. No, you can have it. It just, just makes you ill. Yeah. But you enjoy it. I said, have a burger. And then I got to swear some more about people, and then at the end I went, ah, well, actually, I've got some news for you. I'm, I'm uh, from the licensing authority, and I've been recording all of this, <laughs> and you, uh, you are absolutely effed. <laughs> and she said, well, if you're recording this, you've just recorded you saying that. I said, yeah, no, but I'm going to edit that bit out. You are effed, my girl. Best cab journey I've ever had. If I, if I were a millionaire, I would pay her... To be my personal driver. Honestly, uh, we were laughing so much. Not we weren't laughing at her. We were laughing with her. And then I was being I was being filthy as well. You know. B- b- you should write to her boss and tell them how fantastic she is. <laughs> no, you should. Don't say about the swearing, but just say she was fantastic because that makes that stuff makes a difference. Yeah, I know. I know it does. But I I find that my um I would find that my presence makes a difference, and the um. I can't be bothered, is what I'm saying. Wow. Can't be bothered. Wow. Small thing that would make a difference to someone's life. Yeah. Listen, she had a star in her car. Yeah. Sodder. Yeah, sodder. Um, So it's the freaking weekend, baby. I'm about to have me some fun. I've got nothing planned this weekend. I plan to play a lot of PlayStation. Mm. you got the VR unit. i got the VR unit. For the girls. Mm-hmm. Going to have some fun on that. I might let them have a go, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I want pictures and video, please. <laughs> I want video of them doing it. Um, but I've got nothing planned. I don't know what's happening. I don't know what's happening at home in Windsor, so I don't know if they're doing stuff. I know there's a, I think so, there's a, there's a party on Sunday somewhere. Um, but so I don't know what they're doing. I've got nothing planned. First weekend in a while. Not going to take drugs or drink alcohol, though, guys. That's not happening. Um, so I hit a couple of meetings. Booked in a couple of calls with my therapist just to make sure that I don't, you know, do anything I'll regret later on. Might go out on the scooter. Yeah, do that. I'm getting my scooter back tomorrow. Hey. Fixed. I was told it was dead. Kaput. The end. An ex-scooter. It's coming back. Yeah. Um, I'm going to ride the shiz out of that machine wow. on Sunday. <laughs> I really am. I can't wait. <laughs> I wonder where that was going. If you smell burning rubber, it's me, guys. Um, 
Um, Lock up your small, slow-moving things. I was going to make a really rude joke then. Oh, no, don't. It wasn't about you. It was at my expense, but it was it was unpleasant. Oh, God, what? If you smell, smell, if you smell burning rubber in, near me, I'll be having a posh. Oh, God. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you didn't say that. No, I wouldn't but say it. no one wants. It can either be with a condom on or with a glove on as a posh one. Here's the thing. Yeah. I once worked in a place yeah. where when the boss left, he didn't clear his desk out properly. Yeah. We found Johnny's in his drawer. Oh, he was into um, Johnny's what? He was into safe sex or posh onanism. <sighs> yeah, not funny. Isn't it funny? Well, what's wrong with what's wrong with what's wrong with Johnny's? Nothing's wrong with him, but you'd think if you had Johnny's in your drawer, that'd be the first thing you'd clear out. Well, it makes you think... Or what? maybe he left him there so he'd become a cause celebre. Or, or maybe, if, if they weren't the first thing he cleared out, what else did he have in that drawer? <laughs> when I leave here, I'm going to fill a drawer with all kinds of knick-knacks. Yeah. <laughs> just so I have a lasting legacy. I'm just going to fill a drawer with knick-knacks, the, the delicious um, corn Corn snack. snacks. Love some knick-knacks. I did, I did bad. I'm trying to lose weight, and I've been doing really well, really well hardly eating anything and walking a lot and then today i was to pick the boys up from school and we went to yo sushi even though it's not a monday so it's expensive man but i just thought i said i said to my young sweet should we get some sushi let's go and do it and um because i'm trying to buy this house and stuff and it turns out i've forgotten that buying a house is really stressful yeah really really stressful as you're finding out Catherine, because i'm bombarding you with oh my god it's fallen through oh my god it's happening oh my god it's fallen through and what do i say um, uh, go away, you're annoying me. <laughs> it's going to be fine, and, but I get it. And, um, and I was stressing, and I was stressing while we were in Yo Sushi, and so I ate a bowl of those. They do these really nice, thin chips, French fries, I guess you call them, but with like a sort of slightly spicy mm-hmm. sauce on it. Have you seen them? Oh, God, sticky. That's, that's catnip for you. Oh, they're sticky. And, and they were just sat there, and the boys ordered it, and they were sat there, and I just kept eating them and eating them, and I couldn't stop eating. That, I had a, a couple of other little things, Yosushi, but nothing, you know, edamame and some little bits and pieces. But I was just eating them, and I was thinking, oh, God, why? And I was doing it, and it's really interesting that what, what, um, uh, what addicts do, what I don't, I don't want to say everyone does, but I suspect it's more than just addicts. But, but, but what addicts do in particular is um, you, you recognise that there is a, a problem, an emotional problem, you know, whether it be stress or anger or happiness or um, sadness or fury or fear. Yeah. You, you, you recognise subconsciously there is an emotional problem. And so you reach out for something to to get rid of to, to yeah, numb stuff. that problem whether it's cocaine or it's weed or it's booze or it's sex or it's gambling or it's shopping it's or online it's, shopping and 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 luckily for me it was just a small bowl of um yo sushi sticky chips yeah but it was doing i was eating them thinking this isn't going to solve the problem of a mortgage this isn't going to solve the thing that i need to sort out but it will make me feel better but i also i was thinking I, I know after this I'm going to feel worse because then I'll still have the original problem and I'll also have the guilt of eating stuff that I didn't want to yeah, eat. Having slipped after being so good. I mean, we've been eating really two well. Two weeks, two weeks, two weeks. It's been really good. And just as we hit the um, salad fatigue, yeah. I found my cookbook, uh, yeah. Harry Biker's yeah. Harry Dieters. It's flipping amazing. I'd forgotten how good it is. Yeah. 
There's so many meals in there that do not taste like diet dinners, do they? Yeah, they're good. Oh, and we just needed something hot because oh, salad every day. I nearly something hot inside me, guys. But um, I've read that Russell Brand book. Um, My little bookie wookie. No, I've read that one as well. But the latest one about how to beat our addictions. Oh yeah. And it's you know it's not just for people who've got addictions that have been recognised as a problem and that there's sort of anonymous meetings for. It's for it, it, it also I, th- I think is really helpful in, in looking at just our reactions to stuff basically regardless of who you are we've all been brought up in a society that thinks you should indulge yourself now and again and if you're feeling rubbish treat yourself yeah. and so the treating yourself varies from you know in my case I'll go on flipping ASOS and go nuts and buy a couple of frocks that I don't need um, and for the moment where I'm finding them and I, find, and I think that they're brilliant that's that's one thing but then afterwards, I think oh, it's just more stuff, you know. Yeah, and I look yeah. at a wardrobe full of stuff, and we all do it. We all do it. And so it's about just being a bit mindful about when you're reaching that point. Luckily, when I move into this, if I move into this new house, there's like loads of space in it, so I can just buy more stuff, <laughs> and I won't notice. But you don't need to buy stuff. No, That's all right, not I'll, it, is it? I'll steal it. <laughs> oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Mo, stay there. Come to you after this. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. I can crack a pull up there. They're easy, actually, when you're, you're buff like me. Let's go to Mo. Good evening, Mo. You're good, man. How are you? I didn't ask. Sorry, <laughs> I'm good. I didn't again. I didn't ask it once or twice. I, I didn't ask at all. But thank you. It's obviously you want to pick an argument, but yeah. No, evening. no, no. I'm just. I just like precision. Um, I suspect it's you that wants to pick the argument. Um, I didn't ask how you were. I, I, I couldn't care less. What can I do for you, Mo? Well, I just thought it's actually quite similar to today. I didn't like the way we finished our um, conversation yesterday. Nor do I, because you were very, very rude to me. Well, I thought you were very, very rude to me, actually. I don't think you have to answer You, you accuse me of being a liar. I would never accuse you of that. And I yeah, you did. You did. You did. You asked me a question. I told you the answer. And I exposed my soul to you, and you told me that that wasn't the answer. And would you do it again? That's the question. No, that wasn't the question. That wasn't the question. You asked me a question about the flipping strawberries like a, like a child. I told you the answer, and you said, no, I don't believe that. That's not the answer. So that's accusing me of lying. You, but Mo, you, you did. What? Mo, I'm paraphrasing, but that's what you said. I, I bet you can't find a recording of that. But I would never do that to you, Ian. Mo, 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 you, you did, mate. I'm, like I said, I'm paraphrasing, but that was the sentiment of what you said. Yeah. So I just said I wouldn't believe a radio presenter. I would never say that. No, you didn't. I didn't say you said you wouldn't believe a radio presenter, but you didn't believe what I was saying, Mo. Well, I just felt you were just sort of like changing the reason. No, no, I no, 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 no. I was telling you the reason. But can I just ask you another question? Well, no, because I will answer it and you won't believe that answer because it doesn't fit into your narrative that you've constructed in your little fantasy world. I don't have a narrative. See, that's just a bit rude again. No, it's not. Suggesting someone has a narrative isn't rude. I don't think you know what narrative means. Yeah, mindset means mindset. But just listen to you. Ian, can I just ask a question, please? You can ask it, but I may not. I may choose not to answer it. Well, would you eat those lovely strawberries and cream again, mate? Are you a twelve-year-old girl? 
obsessed obsessed with the flipping pop group why is your it's a, listen it was a it was a kids tv show um that was on in december of last year right it get over it get over it i tell you what it was it was 40 minutes of my life 40 minutes of my life get over it i'm over it it's more than just the strawberries that's the thing well then what well, tell me what else it is then if it's more than just the strawberries tell me what no, else no. You have to look behind the strawberries. It's the morals. It's the fact that you betrayed a group of people that you were with at the time for several weeks. I mean, the house. The the house? It wasn't Big Brother, mate. The jungle. You know what I mean. Well, no, here's the thing, right? Here's the thing, Mo. I am very precise with my words. I choose... No, you're not. You're not. You said house. There wasn't a house there, so that was that was imprecise with your words. I am very precise with my words. Okay, words are my tools; they are my weapons. They no, are what. Fe- please be quiet, because please be quiet, because no, I'm explaining something. They are what feeds my kids. Okay, so I have to be very careful with words, right? And I say exactly what I mean. Okay, so that there is no chance for confusion or obfuscation. Okay, so. I choose what I say very, very carefully, okay? You're repeating nonsense that you spouted yesterday. I gave you the answer yesterday. You chose to not believe it because it didn't fit into the story you'd constructed. That's not true, Ian. That, is, that is true, Mo. I seen you do the actions, and I really felt sorry for the people involved. Is this guy? Is this guy? Re- is he calling from like a unit or something? Because this is not the normal behaviour of a seventeen-year-old. What do I say that was so wrong? Sorry, Mo. I'm not saying anything wrong. You just feel everyone thought everyone in the world thought you were a very, very selfish man on that day. Can I ask a question, Mo? Yeah. Right. Um, I heard you talking to Tommy Boyd before you came talking to Ian, and I've noticed something with your phone calls. All of them are you trying to tell someone off for something you perceive that they've done, and I don't really understand why. What, um, Catherine, you disagree with the presenters you're with. I mean, I, have, I want to disagree with them. Because I disagree with them. I right, mean, this I is the, and it, and yeah, you can say your opinion, but we can challenge it. And I think that you, yeah, that you've just you've just said it. You want to disagree with them, so regardless of what they say back to you, you want to disagree. That's not true. That's not true. Are you disagreeing with me? Well, it is. I it, like a lot of your presenters, like George Galloway. They say a lot of good things, but I just don't like some of your presenters, and I want to disagree with them. And some so stuff. you don't like me now, right? Okay, you don't like me, Mo. So, that's not true. That's not true. You just said you don't like some of your pre- some of the presenters, and you want to disagree with them. So I assume that was about me. Well, I don't mind if you Ian, don't like me, because honestly, I couldn't care less. Ian, don't attack me. Ian, Mo, well, 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 you're you're very very defensive. I'm not attacking anyone. You just said you implied that you didn't like me, and I don't. And and, and I find that fascinating. Um, but also, I, I literally, I couldn't care less what you think of me. I, I, I will not lose one second of sleep because Mo in Watford doesn't like me. That's not true. I just thought you were a very, very selfish man when you ate those strawberries, and I can disagree with them. I bet Catherine thought the same thing. No. I bet you. No, I well, well, hang on a Why minute. Why are you speaking for me now, Mo? Hang on a minute, Mo. 
I'm now going to ask her what she thought. Right, I know what she thought. Cause we've talked about it. Are you gonna Are you gonna believe her answer, or are you gonna no. disbelieve her answer? Well, I'm gonna believe Catherine. Okay, Catherine. What What did you think about me eating the strawberries? I thought it was a load of nonsense, and I thought it was hilarious. Mo. Mo. Well, well, okay. I, I'm gonna respect Catherine's opinion. Well, I'm gonna be really nice now. You don't have to be nice. Sorry? You don't have to be nice. But then why, when I told you my truth about why I did it, why did you not respect that? Why were you disrespectful to that? It's because you've done it, Ian. Yeah, but you asked, me, you asked me why I'd done it, and I told you, and you said you didn't believe the reasons that I gave you. I, I gave you one and a half reasons, because you rudely interrupted me in the second one. But you didn't believe that. I thought you were a bit selfish. Yeah, yeah um, we know. You that's rang that. up to tell him that, uh, yeah, and okay. that's all you rang up that's, for. That's great. Why are you so angry, Mo? What's happening in your life at the moment? Well, I'm not angry. Can't you hear my voice? I'm very, very happy. But what's going on in your life? What do you mean what's going on in my life? My life is totally normal. Well, we all think our lives are normal, but but no one knows what goes on behind closed doors, do we? What is this, a show of Dr. Phil or something? What, are you going to ask me like really, really personal questions now? Yeah. Like what? <laughs> just wonder why you get so angry. I'm not getting angry. I'm just, just like slightly disagreeing with some of the actions you did in the past. I'm just making your show a bit more interesting. But well, what, well, <laughs> well, you're not. But why? Why do you get so upset about a TV show, Mo? What's missing in your life? That a four or five month old TV show is still playing on your mind. Listen, it's just about when I when I like hear you talk, I just like thought of that self suck that you've done. I said, "Wow." So why is why is an act of why is an act of as you perceive it selfishness? Why is that so important to you? What what? Uh, someone. Well, I think it's just a metaphor. It's a metaphor. For a metaphor for what? Personality. Well, okay, so so what is my personality? Selfish. Just, just like no, no, not selfish, but not just a metaphor to your personality. Well, what, what's the metaphor? What you would do in bigger situations. It's not just the strawberries. We have to <sighs> think behind the strawberries. <laughs> we are behind the strawberries. Let's go. Let's go behind the strawberries. Yeah, just like how, it's a metaphor to your personality. I don't think metaphor how, means what you think no, it means. No, it doesn't. Nice, nice, nice um, Princess Bride there. Um, how'd you get on with your dad? I get on well with him. Why are you even asking me this question? What a random question. So you like everything to, to follow a pre-planned or, or a logical course, do you? Yeah, listen. You like, you, yeah, you like things to follow, you like things to follow, you like things to follow a logical course. Yeah, I see when did you last see your dad? Oh, I just seen him today. I seen him now. Yeah, how is he? He's good. <laughs> when was the last time he told you he loved you? I don't know, man. <laughs> Listen, man, I don't know why are you asking this by personal questions. But what what has this got to do with you? W- when was the last time he held your hand or put his hand on your shoulder? This is absolutely ludicrous. 
And he, it really shows you that you're trying to make your when show. When was the last time he put his hand on your shoulder and looked you in the eye and said, Son, I respect you and I love you? What has this got to do with my um, opening argument? Ian, it really shows you how ridiculous you what, are, really. What, what, when was the last time he did it, Mo? It's interesting you can't answer it, isn't it? Well, Ian, listen, I'm not going to answer it. You because you can't remember when. Question. Because Move you can't on remember to your next question, please. Move on. Move on. Is that because you can't remember when he did it? No, my dad tells me he loves you all the time. I don't know why, why you're asking. Today? He told you today? But I don't know. I don't have, like... Telepathic memory, isn't it? Tele- I don't think you know what telepathic means. <laughs> telepathic memory. Um, well, Mo, if I were there, and if it were uh, acceptable, I would put my hand on your shoulder and I would look you in your in your eyes, Mo, and I would tell you that I love you. Oh, that's nice. Not as a son, but as a human being. What are you... I mean, is this a joke? I love you, Mo. <laughs> as a brother on this planet is this a joke don't take me as a joke don't use me as a joke don't all the things that you have been through in your <laughs> 17 years on this planet and all the things that you will go through in what the next 70 80 years if, if you're lucky on this Ian, time on this planet Ian, don't change the subject i love you man i love you don't as a brother you're a good brother, man, but don't change the subject. There is no subject, man. There is no subject. The subject is the strawberries. There, like... There's no, there's no subject. The subject is whatever we decide, whatever words tumble out of our mouths, Mo. And that is life. And life is like jazz. Uh, you know, life is like an improvised comedy. Life just, Honestly, uh, life Honestly. is not planned. Life cannot be pre-planned. In your radio shows, I really feel like you should really, like, own up to a lot of things you've done in the past, because then it'll be more interesting, and you get more listeners, to be honest. Mo, Mo, listen. Um, I appreciate your suggestions on, on how I can get more listeners. I will not take them Honestly, on board. If I had a radio show, I'd probably get more listeners than you. I tell you what, do you want to do a radio show? I'd have more radio, I'd have more listeners than you. Do you want to, do you want to do it? After, uh, when we go, we'll go to the news, when we come back, do you want to do the Mo show? <laughs> You're funny, man. Listen, if I did the Mo show, I'd probably get more listeners than well, you. Well then, that's great, that. then let's do it. Shall we do it? We'll go to the, because I'm late for the, uh, for the news... When we come back, we'll do the Mo Show. <laughs> okay, man. You up for it? Yeah, man. All I'll right. Get more listeners. Be- beautiful. Listening it's beautiful. It's turned into a dick measuring contest. Brilliant. Mo, stay there. When we come back, you, you'll, you will hear the news, then we'll hear some adverts, and then we'll hear the music, and then you're on, Mo. It's your show, okay? 0344... Four nine nine one thousand, dear listener. It's not the Ian Lee show for the last hour. It's not the Catherine Boyle show. It's not the late night alternative. It is the Mo show. You are phoning in to talk to Mo. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is Talk Radio across the UK, online and on DAB. Who has made a covenant with the night and with the darkness? He is in agreement. Uncut after-hours conversation for the up-all-night generation. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking.
¿no? Hello, Marshall. Yeah, hello. Is that Marshall? Yeah, man. Who, who's winding oh, me up? Oh, man. How you doing, man? Hey. This, this, this is the wind up, isn't it? No, no, no. I'm fighting for the doc on subject matter for the Mo Show. What do you want? What do you want to say? I'm probably better than me. No, no, no. no, 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 no. no, no, no. So, right. So, first question then for the Mo Show is, why are you so obsessed with the strawberries, man? Well, because he was selfish. Ian Lee is just a selfish guy, and it's one of like showcase of selfishness. No, 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 no. You seem to be the only person on the planet that's actually bothered by it. I don't understand. I don't understand why why it's such an issue. It's not just the strawberries. It's like how selfish of a person he actually was. Him and Amir. Yeah, but then you get that Ian. A lot of Ian. What you see is 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 made for television and radio. It's not not real. Doesn't mean he'd be selfish in the real world. Maybe he would, but at the end of the day, it's just a bit of a laugh, wasn't it? Done for telly. Why such an issue well, of it? Him taking, him taking the strawberry is just a metaphor for his personality. Metaphor. Okay. So look. Um, so on the Mo show, then you, you've got your you've got your show now, Mo. So what are you going to be doing? What are your uh, your ideas, your inputs? Because you're going to be a lot better than Ian and a lot more popular. I can tell that already. So what are your what are your thoughts going forward then? What, what can we expect? Well, I'm just going to do the same as Ian Lee, just ramble on, him and cut. Oh. I'm just going to ramble on. Hello, just random or ramble on about random stuff that nobody really cares about. <laughs> I bet you this is Ian Lee just bank holiday, man. Hello. Uh, who's this? Hi, I'm Lauren. Hi, Lauren. Who's this? Why are you calling in today? Well, first of all, say, you know, I don't watch I'm a Celebrity, so you can drop away with strawberry thing, but I was going to ask, how's your mum? Sorry? How's your mum? Yeah, she's fine. Why are you, why are you asking this, Lauren? <laughs> Well, you don't want to talk about your dad, so I figured you might want to talk about your mum. Well, what a random question. You, you seem the same as Ian Lee, don't you? Well, let's think. Have you ever considered that if you're calling a show like this, that probably if you're trying to be a troll, you're going to get outdone by pretty much everyone? I'm not a troll. I'm just like showcasing his selfishness. No, you're showcasing that you absolutely don't have a command of the English language for a start because you don't know what a metaphor is. I'm just showcasing his selfishness. And him taking the strawberries was a metaphor to his personality. I told you, I didn't watch that show, so I've got no idea what you're on about, but 
I'm just getting like that was like last year, dude. Get over it. Like he could have gone over that in his New Year's resolution. This show is boring. Come on, do something fun. Okay, okay. Whatever you say. <laughs> And what's your point? I mean, why are you even calling in? Hi, Mo. I've got a different question for you, if you're interested. What? I was just wondering, I thought I'd change the subject because you seem to be getting bored with the subject that you're on. I've just been reading up about a new subject and I was wondering what you thought about it, if you want to hear more about it. What? Okay, it's called gaslighting. Have you come across it? No. If you haven't, right, if you haven't come across it, it's something that uh, a few people are hearing about right now. It's when when you try and twist somebody else's reality to fit your own your own view of looking at things. Have you come across something like that? Okay, whatever you say, Lauren. I didn't say that again. I didn't quite understand. I said whatever you say. Well, no, not really. It's your show. It's whatever you say. <laughs> Listen, this is absolutely ridiculous. I never say that I wanted a show. I just like wanted to prove to you. Oh, no, you did. You said if you had a show, you would get more listeners. So Ian gave you a show. So let's see how you talk to your listeners. What would you like to what talk about if you don't want to talk about gaslighting? Uh... What would you like to talk about apart from strawberries? Because everybody's really bored with that. Well, I can just ram- ramble on about rubbish, but I don't want to bore you, so... Well, no, I don't want you to bore me either, so... Yeah, you, know, you can pick a subject, you can pick any subject you like, it's, into- it's up to you, so I'll, I'll kind of go with you. What what subject do you want to talk about? Well, any subject that you want to talk about, you're my listener. Okay, then I want to talk about gaslighting. And why would, why would you bring that up? Because you've just asked me to pick a subject, so I picked a subject. So what is gaslighting, Lauren? I'm not Lauren, I'm Annie. Sorry? I'm not Lauren, I'm Annie. Ali? Annie. Annie, yeah, what do you want to say, Annie? Okay, uh, we just I've been reading up on this subject and I was just wondering if you or the rest of your uh, many listeners would be interested about it. It's all about manipulating people and making people think that their reality is is somehow negative or wrong so you try and <clears throat> excuse me give them a different reality by by presenting yours to them have you come across that kind of behavior no well, why would you bring that up to me i mean are you suggesting that i do that well it's one of those shows where we can talk about anything we like it's always been whatever topic we want to talk about and i've just been reading about it so i thought you might be interested it, I'm well, I would never we can talk about thing. something else if you'd rather, but you don't seem to have a subject to thing. talk about. Oh, I would never do such a thing, Annie. Austin seems to be enjoying herself on the camera. I would never do such a thing. Hello? Hello? Hello there, how are you doing? Hi, man. Good, how, how, how are you? I'm good. Good, good. Listen, I want I wanted to tell you about my dad. Um because you, you seem to have a bit of an of an issue talking about yours and when the last time he uh when your dad told you he loved you, is that right? Yeah, I think it's a bit personal we talk about a national radio and some of this 
random guy yeah. in the uh, but, uh, well I'll, I'll tell you when my dad last told me he loved me because he died um about five years ago of cancer and oh, i remember um the, the the day before he died i was sat with him on his couch at home um just before he went to the hospice and uh, i held his hand and that was the, the first time in a few years he told me he loved me and i told him i loved him back and then unfortunately by the next day so what what i'm trying to say to you fellow is n- never give up the chance to tell someone you love that you love them and what i think you should do is um perhaps pause your radio career for a bit ring your dad and tell him that you love him okay man Good that, that's what i think you should do because i think you should you know you only get one dad you only get one mum and uh they're not going to be around forever so Give, give him a call well and, and fed, let well him know how much you love him. Do you know? Well said. Hello? Hello? Why am I going to Hello? Is that the Mo Show? <laughs> yeah, it's the Mo Show, whatever. Hi, I was just wondering if you wanted to play um, a game, uh, a musical game. Oh, yeah, whatever. Okay, so basically, um, I'm going to hum uh, a Beatles song, and you need to uh, name it as quick as you can. Yeah, this sounds ridiculous. This is probably a wind-up. Yeah, but whatever. No, no, it's not a wind-up, but I just thought, you know, like the, the last few calls have been a bit heavy or a bit boring. Really. The show, to be honest, the most show is a bit boring, so I'm just trying to inject a bit of excitement. Why do you call the most show boring? It's better than the Ian Lee show with Catherine. Mm, well, let's see how you fare with the Beatles game. Are you ready? Yeah, whatever. <laughs> okay, so here's the first one. Oh, I don't know what you're on about, to be honest. You don't know that song? No. Maybe you should ask Ian. Well, no, I'm asking you. What about this one? Do you know that one? I think that's just ridiculous, man. I think you're just humming random songs just to wind me up. No, no, they're all Beatles songs. Okay, how about this one? So how did how did you find how did you find the Mo Show Mo? Yeah, man, it's just like it was totally ridiculous by you just to make fun of me, really. Not at but all. Not well, hang on a minute. I wasn't doing anything. They were all real callers. Well, listen, Ian. I think it's just like you trying to make fun of me. Well, how is it making? Hang on a minute. You I was in your fancy studio with with Catherine with their fancy laptop. At the end of the day, I'll get more listeners than you. Oh, oh so, oh, so hang on a minute. When you said you could do the show better than me and get more listeners, you, you didn't, uh, and I said you want to do it after the sh- after midnight, you didn't actually mean, yes, you wanted to do it after midnight. 
No, I didn't actually mean that, but what I actually mean... Well, then why didn't you say I don't want to do it after midnight, then? With a little Mac, with a little MacBook, and a fancy microphone, and these, like, fancy microphone stands, like... What has the microphone stand got to do with... What is the microphone... Just ramble on. Yeah, I, I do just ramble on, that's the act, but I don't understand. It's, it, here's, here's what I've discovered about you, Mo. You, you, you claim stuff, and then every time that stuff is, you're given the opportunity to, to, to prove it, you, you fail, and then you blame other, other factors and other things around you. I don't know why you're both like my camera, but like. Okay. Well, Mo, listen, you've, you, you've had a fair crack of the whip. Um, I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed the Mo show. I'd listen. Okay, man. Are we done? Uh, well, I don't know, man. Listen, but what I said is I don't have your fancy studios. I don't have your, like... Mo, Mo, listen, Mo, listen, listen. What you don't have is you don't have manners and you don't have a polite attitude and you call me a liar. That, what, that, those are the things you don't have, dude, okay? So he, here's the thing. When I say something on the radio, I mean it, all right? I don't like being told that I am a liar. I also think you need to let go of the strawberries, dude. That was December of last year. It's the summer of this year. You need to let it go, Mo. Hey, listen, man, thanks for being a good spot. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. That was weird. Um, uh, (laughs) Claire said, this is making me uncomfortable. It sounds like bullying. Then two minutes later... I've lost sympathy for him again now. So, I mean, I don't know. Maybe it was a bit... Was it mean? I don't know. I, I don't know why Mo keeps ringing up, a, apart from to berate. And that's the uh, that's been the thing, here's berating. The, here's it the doesn't thing. like being spoken back to. Here's the thing. It, the, the, the accusation of lying, when I actually I was giving him a really honest answer about something that ha- has no interest for me whatsoever... Um, the accusation of lying was the thing that got to me and being told, he said, why did you do this? I told him one reason, then I started the second reason. He went, no, that's not why you did it. You did it because of this. Mm. I don't like people telling me what I'm thinking and what my actions, the reasoning behind my actions. Also... Don't like it. Well, you know, if it is just about him wanting... He just wanted to tell you that he thought you'd done something selfish. Yeah, yeah. The the end. Yeah. But it won't be. He'll phone back again and have the same conversation. I, I think what I think he wants you to say sorry to him. Um. Okay. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is the late night alternative. Sadly, Mo is here no more with Ian Lee and Catherine Boyle. The wild man of late night radio. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. You can listen to Talk Radio on DAB. Download the app or go to talkradio.co.uk. Good evening, Stuart. How are you doing, Ian? I'm very, very well, Stuart. Apart from the fact I've got a very itchy head. Oh, where did you get an itchy head? I, 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 I've changed shampoos and it's done something. So I've bought some tea gel, which the means tea, I've, gel, tea gel is the one. Two, gel. I'm going to nuke it. Two or three washes and I'll be fine. Yeah, you'll be brand new. Right, I want to talk to you about bullying. Yeah. Right. Let's go back to about 20 years ago in my life, okay. when I was in the armed forces. Yeah. And I watched this, let's just say this corporal bully an 18-year-old young soldier. Yeah. 
who'd just came out of basic training, yeah. who was naive, who was based in Germany, who was getting ready to go to Bosnia to fight in theatre. Yeah. And he's got all that to deal with. Yeah. Missing his mum and dad, and all of a sudden we've got this big couple that decided that I'm going to bully you. Yeah. What, 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 that? what kind of bullying was he doing? Well, let's just say we're sticking him into a locker, putting yeah. a padlock on and throwing him three flights down the stairs. Well, that's horrendous. That's horrendous, isn't it? But guess who was there to meet him at a... Whoa! Dude, dude, that's a yellow card. One more and you're gone, right? Sorry, you didn't apologise. I was just... Okay. Sorry, I really apologise, you okay. know, but it's when I heard your show tonight and yeah. Yeah. That, this is your topics and... Just watch the lap. One more of them and I've got to let you go, all right? So go on. Ian, I really apologise. That's I'm all right, so fella. Don't worry. We're cool. I'm so sorry, mate. Honestly. Yes. I've got a lot of respect for you when I watched you on that, that mad reality TV show, you know. Yeah. I thought, you know, this boy's going to win this. Oh. But sadly, you didn't, did you? Sadly, I didn't. So, so, okay, so you're at the bottom of the stairs, yes. Right, so, so we're going to do that, you know. You, you've got that through, through your whole twelve years. Are you going to do that? Are you, are you are you going to watch young soldiers going through, and you're going to watch this Billy and Corporal Billy? I don't know. Why don't you tell me what you did? I told you what I did. Well, no, you didn't. Well, I did tell you what I did. Obviously, I had put it in a swear word. Yeah, well, because I didn't hear anything beyond the swear word, because I have to press a dump button and be aware that we've got younger is. So what did you do? Well, I confronted the bully, obviously, didn't I? I don't know. Listen, stop asking me questions and tell me the story, because I don't know what happened. I'm telling you the story. No, you keep asking me questions, so just tell me what happened. Well, the young boy told me that, obviously, what's happened to him. And obviously, with me being in a couple of years longer than him, I've decided, you okay? So you tell me who this corporal is. Yes. And he's told me who this corporal is. So that night, I decided not to get drunk and watch him get drunk because he thinks like he's like one down from the SAS, you know, 14 intelligence. He thinks, oh, look at me, I'm the better soldier than you. And he, because obviously he's a diver, and there's a clue, right? He's a diver. Right? I'm not telling you what regiment, right? But he thinks, I'll walk into the Nafi bar, which is just like a pub in Survey Street, but he thinks as soon as he walks in, people should turn around and say, oh, I will bow down to you and I will buy you a drink. But not me. I would walk up to him and I would say, oh, you think you're a hard man? You think you can bully young 18-year-olds? Well, bully me! Bully me! But uh, couldn't he bully me? Because I don't want it swearing, but I put him on his bum, right? Yeah. That, that's for words of a nicer word, right? I put him on his bum. Yes. And I uh, marched him to the guard room. On his bum? No, 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 obviously I didn't march him to a guard room on his bum. Okay, that right? be, yeah. I put his arms up his back and yeah. I marched him straight into the guard room. This is in Germany, remember, right? Yes. Yeah. We're in theatre in Bosnia, right? So we're in Split and Westport. The clues that I'm telling you right now is if, if he's listening, he's going to understand that I know that he knows. Right? It's... To, to you, you're, you're pushing split North Port, where's that? Well, that is Bosnia. That was 1998 when 
Stopadam Milosevic was getting done for heinous crimes. Yeah. And our British soldiers were digging up bodies and we were finding like bodies with like minus rings, minus ears, because on an ear is an earring made of gold, so the ear would get chopped off. If they've got a wedding ring, their finger would get chopped off. So it was just like mass graves. But this corporal thought that he was the be all and end all. I thought, you know, I've watched this going on for six months in my training and I'm not prepared to let this go on for any longer. Right. So one night I decided to pick up a bit of 4B2. You know what a bit of 4B2 is, eh? You've been to Deucens. Yes. Yeah? So I just whacked him with a bit of 4B2. Put him on his bum. Unconscious. Stuck a couple of... What do you call any things that you put your wheel trims on me? What they called again? Tie wraps, tie wraps, that's it. Yes. So I started a few tie wraps on his arms and matched them in the guard room. Uh, right. I told him that he was doing this, he was doing that. Yes. So that man's no longer got a career. And I thought that I've saved, I've probably saved, not just one person that I've seen getting bullied, but before, before him it was probably about four or five or six. So, in my eyes I thought, Aye, I've done good. And then you're talking about bullying. I mean, bullying's all shapes and all forms. It doesn't matter if it's primary school, high school, and the armed forces. Yes. At the end of the day, bullying is bullying. It's a heinous crime, and it needs so to be stopped. So if you did this um, 25 years ago... Um, yes. Come on, Ian, I'm waiting. If I did this 25 years ago, yeah. what age am I right now? No, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to... I'm formulating the question because I'm, I'm, I'm... There's so many thoughts going through my head. Partly is... I don't know why you're telling me this horrific story. Um, well, you're talking about bullying, so I'm telling you about bullying. And maybe the person that I saved for getting a kick in that night is listening. Okay. And maybe they'd appreciate... Uh, it's un- it's, un- it's unlikely. I, I, find it, I find it hard to celebrate someone... No, believe it, or celebrate. What, does, what, what do you mean, celebrate? If you let me finish, this, if you let me finish the sentence, Stuart... What, what are you going to do? You're going to put a birthday cake and a if you, if you let me finish, if, if you let me finish the sentence, Stuart, then, we, right. then, then, then you, maybe you can come back on it when you know what I'm going to say, yeah? Right. No, but I don't know. On you go. I like you. On you go. Okay. I find it difficult to celebrate somebody exacting revenge by... Tying someone up and smacking them unconscious with a bit of wood. I, I find it difficult to celebrate that person as a hero. But I'm not a hero, Ian, right? What I realised he was bullying, right? So, so he's bullied young lads and my and my. Uh, okay, well, hero was the wrong word. Hero was the wrong word. Then I find no, it difficult. I'm not a hero. No, I, you're not. Uh, in that respect, uh, I don't know about your military career. Maybe you are, but I find it difficult to. Um, I find it difficult to have respect. For someone that does that. Right. Well, what I can understand is what you're saying is you find it hard to have respect for somebody like that. But what you need to understand, right, is Glaswegian boy, primary school, high school, ginger hair, bullying, make a stance. So you weren't, hit, you weren't hitting him. Army. Let me finish again. You, Let me finish. you weren't Join hitting... No, hang on. You weren't hitting him... You were hitting all the other people that had bullied you because you had ginger hair. 
I'm listening to you and you're, you're rambling. You sound arrogant. You sound aggressive. I'm not arrogant. I'm you, a happy you, you, you can still be arrogant and happy. Here's, here's where I am, because I'm going to speed this up, because this has been going on too long. You sound yeah. arrogant. You sound very angry. Yep. You sound like you've not made peace with something you with a violent act you did 25 years ago. You also sound like you were traumatized by the horrific things that you saw in service of this country. And I don't there quite. You go, there you go. You've just mentioned it all. Yes, you're right. Traumatized for what I've seen and the injections that I took. That's fine, in, right? Fully understand that, right? Well, the aggra- I don't understand why I don't. I don't understand, Stuart. I don't understand, Stuart, with why you're being so aggressive with me. But I'm, I'm, I love you. It bets me. I'm not. But you're be being re- no. You. you are being aggressive. You're being aggressive, okay. and you're making me feel uncomfortable. Ian, I'm going to tell you something, and you'll never believe it. Right? My girlfriend was going to phone you a couple of nights ago and bottled it, right? And you decided to phone her back, and she didn't have the bottle to. Speak to the phone. <laughs> I don't okay. know if you'll remember it. I, I don't. But um, you're making me feel uncomfortable. Why am I making you feel uncomfortable? Because you're being aggressive. No, no. I'm, listen, what you need to understand is I'm not going to bring anybody's name into disrepute, right? I'm not going to badmouth the Queen. I'm I don't not think you understand aggression. No one seems I'm to understand basic words tonight. I'm not saying you're going to badmouth anyone or lie, but I'm not saying that. Your, your tone is aggressive. <coughs> My, my tone isn't aggressive. My tone no, is. Your tone is aggressive. Your story is upsetting, and I don't, I don't, I don't know how I'm supposed to feel about that story. I was well, sharing genuine. I was, I was sharing genuine empathy about what you must have seen and how horrific it must have been. And yes, you seem I understand to thro- that, but, but you seem to throw that back in. Bullying when I give you a good bullying subject, and you cannot accept that fact that you find that my tone Please is. Please tell Ian that I find him speaking to his. Um, oh, his people, like his listeners, that he's going to kill them because they don't accept that the Avengers finished that way. I find that aggressive. Please understand that, Ian Lee. Right. Are you guys? <laughs> can I ask you, Stuart? Can I ask you a personal question? Are you guys high? Hi. I was in the British Army for twenty-two years, and you actually asked me if I'm high. Because both of you sound very, very excited. Are you on drugs? Are you are you drunk? What's going on? Because both of you sound very excited and 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 not as focused as I would like you to be. Right. So, how focused do you want me to be? I'd like you to focus on the question I just asked. I've just focused on the question. No, you I've didn't. Asked. You didn't. What? I'd like you to answer the question I just asked them. Right. So, it was a question you asked me. Well, I thought you were focused on the question. Yes, I was, but what were you saying? You asked me if I was high. I'm not high. So you haven't taken any drugs and you're not drunk? Ian, I don't take drugs and I'm not drunk. Okay. Well, you're making me feel very uncomfortable and, and I don't, you are being aggressive. Um, I, I don't understand, I don't, I don't I know how I'm... I'm Scottish. Well, well, that's rubbish because my granddad was Scottish and they've got a lot of family in Scotland, so that's that's nonsense. So, so you can put that card it? back in its back. So in your I'm pocket. telling you about bullying the British Army, and you've just wiped it out. And why is that? Is that because it's I haven't wiped it out? Station? I haven't wiped it out. You've told me a really. Yeah, yeah, of course, you've wiped it out. Of you've told you've me. You've out. told me a really horrific. Do you think all those young soldiers, right, on the 1990s? Will you shut up for a minute, through... Stuart. Will you shut up for a minute? Oh, of course, I'll shut up for a minute. Good. Then shut up. Are you speaking? I will speak in a second when, when you shut we'll up. Speak. I'll shut up. You speak. You like to be in control, don't you? Well, I wasn't a fourteen intelligence for nothing, you know. So yeah, come on, yeah. speak. Well, you're not in control of me, buddy. 
I'm not in control of you, I know that. No, no. If, so I, were, if I was in control of you, I would have your talk show tonight. Shut up. Shut Come up. Come on, Ian, behave yourself. Shut up, man, and have some respect, OK? Of course I've got you're respect. Not in, you're not in control of me, OK? And I'm not going to... I'm not going to... Hey, well, I know I'm not in control with you. I'm, I'm just waiting in... for you. You've told me to shut up. Not... So you tell me what you're I'm going not... to say. I'm not intimidated by you. Okay? Don't, you don't be silly. I'm not trying to intimidate Andy. Yes, you are. Just tell me what you're going to say. I will do if you shut You've up. You've already said I'm high. You've already said I'm on drugs. No, I haven't so said that. I haven't, I haven't said you're higher on drugs. You're not listening to yes, a word. No, I didn't. You're not listening to a word I'm, say I'm saying. You asked me if I was high and you asked me if I'm on I asked you if you were high. That's different from saying you are not. That's different from saying you are high. I'm, I'm telling you, I'm not. And I didn't say that you were. I'm telling you, you've not been to Bosnia, so you couldn't understand what no, I've seen. Exactly, Stuart. And, and, the, Stuart, and yet, Stuart, Stuart, when I, I raised when I raised that point about the yes. horrific things you must have seen, some of which you described, you yes, threw it yes, back. Yes, I've seen hundreds you of threw it, things, but you we don't threw need it, into the equation, You do threw we? it back into my face. I was trying to show empathy, and you threw it back into my face. I did not throw it back into your face. Okay. Well, Stuart, thanks for calling. No, 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 no. Come on, Ian, don't be, don't be a shitbag. bag. Come on. Okay. Come on. Thank, thanks for calling, Stuart. That's what you do to everybody, eh? When I've got the better of you, thanks for calling. That's how you're a shite comedian. I thought you were a fan of mine, and now I'm a shite comedian, am I? Well, I was a fan of you, but do you know what? She, she knew that you've turned and says, oh, well, thanks for calling. Well, what, 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 Stuart, it feels like this conversation has ended. What what else would you like to say that has been missed so far in the debate? But what would you like to say? I've just basically told you what happened. Go, mate. There you go. You've had your warning. Oh, and that's your excuse. You've had your, no, no, no that's, your, that's your excuse, mate. You've had your warning. You, you, you were told... You... you <laughs> You were you were told not to swear anymore, Stuart. You dropped two f bombs. I've got no idea what's going on with you, dude. Thank you for your service, genuinely. Appreciate it. Um, thank you for for going to places and doing things that I would never want to see, would never want my boys to see and do. I appreciate it, but you don't intimidate me. I found your story um, of of dealing with a bully horrific. Um. And um, I look forward to your next call, mate, but but without the language. Thanks very much indeed. 0344 499 This is Talk Radio. Uncut after-hours conversation for the up-all-night generation. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. 0344 499 Martin Kellner's on at one. Good evening, Pablo. How do? How are you? Uh, can I be honest? Uh, let's just de 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 um, program. Deprogram is that the word? What's the word? Decompress. Deg is decompress. Um, both me and Kath during that break said that we felt really uncomfortable. Both of us are shaking. Um, my breath is a little bit short. That calls made me feel really, really uncomfortable. Really it's uncomfortable. It's made me feel threatened. It's made me feel intimidated. No, not intimidated because that would mean he's got the upper hand. It's um, it's made me feel uncomfortable. Um, I don't feel like we got what was going on there. Really. No, no, not at all. I d didn't get anywhere anywhere close to it. But well, that amount of phrase. that amount of aggression. It was. You're right, Pablo. It was. It was. It was about control. And um, that's why I told him to shut up. That's why I deliberately chose that phrase. I wouldn't normally, but I deliberately wanted to use um, a slightly aggressive, rude phrase just to see what reaction it would get and it and it escalated yeah and it did yeah. it, it, it went to the place that i thought it might do by telling him to shut up because i knew that, that uh, he would hate that 
the way I call, but uh, that as a as an alternative in my youth uh, with uh, longer hair and the like, there, there was quite a few confrontations like that where you'd have somebody uh, of the opposing kind of fashionable musical sense who would try and kind of befriend you in a very aggressive manner, and you knew it would be going only one way. Yeah. But it would uh, you'd be kind of riding that roller coaster for a little bit. Yeah. But yeah. But yeah. Ooh. Anyway. Uh, yeah. Uh, but, but it's uh, the eldest's fifth birthday party tomorrow. There we go. So uh, a bit of fun. But uh, uh, there's a bit of behaviour that's leading up to it, unfortunately. Uh-oh. Yeah. So, uh... Oh, oh pardon me. Oh. What's going on? Um, yeah, so we took her out to the park after school. Yeah. Um, and uh, she was uh, very overexcited, doing a bit of a, a wee-wee dance type of thing. Uh, so we made sure she went to the toilet, and then she came back down. We all went out with her little brother. Uh, and she was good and running about all over the place, still very excited. Uh, I said, just in case you needed the toilet again, she said no. So I had the, the youngest on the, the reins climbing up, trying out the slide and the like. Uh, and to be honest, I was I was judgmental. There was this quite uh, hyperactive uh, young chap, strangely from Scotland, but obviously unconnected. Yes. Um, with a kind of a zigzag razor bolt shaved into the side of his head, and I thought, hang on. Potential trouble here. Yeah. Potential future conflict. I'll keep one eye on him. Um, and uh, then my daughter came along, and she still seemed a bit, bit uneasy in herself, and said, "Right, we're well, right by the toilet. Do you need the toilet? No, she doesn't need the toilet. So she goes towards this uh, pirate ship type uh, thing, which has got a bit of cargo netting on it, which you can climb up to the, yeah. the first floor. Um, and I look over. She's climbing that. She's halfway up, and I turn around to check on a little brother, uh, and then I just hear this, this, this strangely recognisable noise of uh, water hitting sand at uh, quite a high high rate. Yeah. And I turned around and uh, suspended uh, halfway up the cargo net as my daughter, luckily wearing a dress, uh, kind of legs astride. Having a way! Yes! Straight in the floor. Straight in the floor. Mate! I checked, I checked with the, the missus because she'd, she'd been with her whilst I was with the boy yeah. up until then yeah. and she'd asked her like ten times if she needed the toilet and she said no. Yeah. Wow. So it's... Uh, oh, 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 oh. She's too busy. That's what happens yeah. to little kids. Yeah. They get busy. Yeah. Well, luckily I got in there and did, to be honest, it was like a proper horse where you went on for a yeah. long time. I thought you were going to say uh, she fell. So when it, was, when it was a wee that came out, I was like, thank God for that. All right, fair play. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. Um, so yeah, so look, I just went in there, swiped over the sand a bit, and we're, we're kind of half inched it. Yeah, like, <laughs> that's what you got to do. We've all we've all yeah. had to. You, your 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 youngest went into the toilet in the, the bookshop, didn't yeah, she, she? With your dad? Yeah, because she was too busy. So yeah. she's in the um, she's in the Waterstones, you know, in the sort of kids uh, area no where they've got this, the little poofs to sit on and that. So she's sitting there, and then all of a sudden she said, "Granddad, I've done a wee." He looked down, there was this puddle around the bottom. So my dad did what any responsible man <laughs> of over 60 would do and uh, took the little girl by the hand and led her briskly out the shop. <laughs> they legged it to um, to a shop where they could buy some fresh keks and no more was said about Beautiful. it. Beautiful. <laughs> these things happen, man. It's just life. Just, you one know. thing you never, you never hear about the service industry before going in, all the, uh, all the kind of personal accidents that you have to deal with. Well... Little kids, that's what happens. They that's, get caught up in whatever they're doing, don't that's they? That's what happens. That's what Well, the benefit about. is you can kind of cover the uh, situation by the, the bluster of, well, as a punishment, we've got to get you home straight away. Yeah, yeah. Come on, let, let's just move. We're really inside as the parents. You are dying. You are dying. I did say to well, my dad, why didn't you tell Waterstones? I probably had it done before. 
Someone else would be squelching about in there. I told you we were in the pool once, the swimming pool, and the youngest was a bit sick. Not massive sick, but a bit. And I looked around, I thought I should tell... Actually, I can just swash this away. <laughs> Swashed it away. Swashed it away. Same kids done the same in swimming pool. Yeah. And it had to be evacuated. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't want to evacuate the pool. I didn't want to do that. <laughs> if it's a number two, they have to evacuate for 24 hours. Oh. A number two. Outrageous. Ooh. Pablo, thank you for that, mate. Let's go to Matt. Good evening, Matt. Hey, guys. Hello, Matt. So, uh, a bit of a classic gear change. Um, I've uh, resisted a few points you made earlier about uh, live music. And, uh, I've, yes. I've uh, made a concerted effort to uh, start going to uh, more concerts. Yeah. Uh, I've been to two this week, so I'd like to play a, a bit of a game with you to see if you can guess who I've been to see. Matt, I know you're in Australia, but your line is your line sucks, so um, uh, um, so um, speak slowly, I guess. I don't know. I don't know how oh, okay. we're going to fix the line remotely. So you've been to two concerts this week. Who've, who have you been to? Okay, so what, one of the uh, uh, guests you've interviewed. The what? Can you? Can you? One under- of the guests you interviewed. He's giving you clues now. Oh, we're okay. Play, we're playing again. Oh, one of the guests I interviewed in Australia. Uh, no, no, so he's uh, so he's a UK uh, a musician. UK musician. Cast <laughs> translating for me because I can't hear it. How can you? How can you can hear him and I can't? A UK musician. Um, is it a lady? No, it's a he. It's a he. Mm. Billy Bragg. He's in a band. Ignore. Um, well, no, he's, he's saying that you're wrong, and that's why. He's in a band. No, no, no. He's in a band. I don't know who we've interviewed. We've been the... together for 40 years. Squeeze. Oh, Squeeze! Yeah. Yes. Well, d- were they good? Very, very good, and they were supported by uh, Dr. John Cooper Clark. Oh, oh, there you go. Well, well, what a night of entertainment you must have had with those wordsmiths. Yeah, so that was good. And I went to another one this week as well. Go on. Do I have to Do I have to guess again? Yes, you do. <laughs> yes, you do. Okay, fair play. This is his game, yeah. Okay. Can you link to one of your best friends? It's linked to one of my best friends. Tenuous. Tenuous link. So, Mackenzie? Yes. Is it, um... Is it, um, how tenuous? Well. Is it a band that he likes? No. Oh. It's not Paul McCartney. Is it McCartney? No, it's a band. The Wurzels. Okay, next clue. Welsh. Welsh. Tenuous link to McCartney. I think I'm uh, Welsh. Okay, carry on. Next clue. Let's say the Welsh Oasis. The Welsh Oasis. The Super Fairy Animals. No. The old Manic Street Preachers. No. You're not going to say the Stereophonics, are you? The Stereophonics. I'll give you a slap. They're nothing the, light. What's the connection with Mackenzie? Well, they did the uh, theme tune uh, to uh, the office. Oh, fair play. Fair play. Yes, they did. Yes, they did. Okay, well... Um, well, I'm sorry that you... I'm so, 50% of those evenings sound delightful. 50% sound torturous. Uh, two-thirds are fantastic. Okay, two-thirds. Okay, right. well, I'm, I'm glad you joined. Matt, I'm going to let you go, because the line isn't the greatest, but thank you very much indeed. Um, don't swear, ma'am. Don't swear, you're on the air. Stuart? 
Mm-hmm. Right, so Stuart's girlfriend. No, it's not, it's not Stuart. Okay, right, just, just, just don't, just have no swearing, please. What's your name? It is Nicole. Okay, Nicole, that is your name. What would you <laughs> like to say? I'm just a bit disappointed, maybe. Because um, I'm not like I was in the jungle. Well, yeah. Right. Okay. Guess what? Guess what? Guess what? Guess what? Guess what? Right. The jungle was what? a TV program. It was an entertainment program. You saw 52 minutes of 24 hours. No, okay. No, you, you've no, got no idea. Hearing. You've got no idea what I'm like because of that flipping program. All right. I'm not that person. Yes, I agree with you. Right. I agree with you. I'm disappointed. Me and my me and my producer, me and my best mate, mate, were made to feel uncomfortable and threatened by a call that we received. Right, that person yeah. had to be cut off because their language was uh, was totally inappropriate for a radio station. Right. Uh huh. Okay. So uh, 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 we both feel shocked by the way we were spoken to. Yeah. Right. Okay, well, maybe you weren't the right people to be phoned in and spoke to. Yeah, I don't know how to deal with... genre of your show? I don't know how to deal with PTSD in um, veterans. I don't. Okay, well, that's maybe what you had to say then. No, I didn't, no, I didn't, I didn't, no, of course I'm not qualified to do that. I don't have to come on and say all the things I'm not qualified to do. What a ridiculous point. No one, listen... You're on a talk show. Yes, okay. and I'm not trying to deal People with PTSD with in war issues. veterans. People phone you up with different issues. Tell him well done for saying that. Tell him well yes, done for no, saying that. Yes, no, he knows right. he's, he's, he's doing his job. Tell him well done for saying that. They've hung up. There we go. What a show it's been tonight. What a show, what a show. I'm Martin, before it. we Bonkers. start your show at one, are mm. you qualified to deal with PTSD in war veterans? We need to say that before the show. You absolutely you... do. I'm qualified to deal with any medical or there psychological complaints whatsoever. Then, then please... full medical training. Please um, phone up Martin Kellner's show. Martin, good evening. That's good evening to you. Well, nobody phones me anyway, but if anybody has got any issues... You can in have any half the callers we've had tonight, me. Yeah, no, listen to it. It's uh, you, riveting it. radio, actually. Very good. <laughs> yes, very I good. know. It very much. What have you got on your show tonight? Well, uh, we're talking about uh, the big issue, actually, which is the goats that have invaded a small um, North Wales village. Yeah. Uh, the beautiful resort of Llandidno. Yeah. Which I've never been to London, no, but um, a lot of very old people in London know. Yeah. It re- they're really, it's like, do you remember that film Cocoon? Where they had yeah. the yeah they had a sort of community Steve of older Gutenberg, people yeah. yeah that's right they had a community of older people well Landudno is very much like that in North it's a beautiful spot yeah. you've got the Great Orm the big headland there but the goats have invo- they've got these Kashmiri goats which <clears throat> excuse me which were uh, uh, a gift from Prince uh, from uh, Queen Victoria to some local noble person yeah and they've been there since eighteen ninety whatever it is and they've gone wild they've gone wild they're they're down they've gone rogue actually oh, yeah, yeah, they're yeah. down in London now um, pestering tourists and eating anything that they can wow. lay their teeth on to they need those um what do they have for cars to stop them the stingers <laughs> you can't use that on goats can you not no, use stingers no. on goats well they're lovely goats they're right. beautiful goats but what they've been passing they've been eating the grass in the primary school and they've been passing ticks on to some of the kids 
um, you know, because the kids walk in the long grass, yeah. and you're a tick. It's like a little spider. It's yeah, yeah. Embeds and it embeds it in. Yeah. So you got to, you got to get rid of it. You can't pull it off because no. it leaves a hole. You've got to turn it anti-clockwise. That's right. Yeah. So there's a lot of kids in London now with ticks. With ticks. Got 15 seconds. Anything else on the show? Yeah. Are there, no. We're, the we're dedicating special? the whole. It's the goat, goat special. Nothing oh, but goats. Fantastic. Nothing but goats. Oh, More look. goats than you can. Good. I think. I think this is what is missing on the schedule. Is is goat based broadcast. Goatery. That's what we've got. Loads of it. Martin will be on tonight at one o'clock and then tomorrow night at one o'clock as well. Thank you very much, Sam. Thank you, Catherine. Thank you, dear caller. Strange night tonight. We will be back on Bank Holiday Monday at ten o'clock. Until then, from us, ta-ta!